Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what's up, Gorehounds? Welcome to the Goremore Podcast. I am that not so mean Fluff Master Supreme, Big Johnny D, bringing it in as always. However, I do not bring this shit show in alone. For with me as always, let's see, what do I got today? How about my hmm, flatlining? My fake flatlining phantasms. Yeah. Go with, I don't know. <laughs> that works. <laughs> it's all a dream, baby. Uh, start off with the Duke of the Dead, Lord Scuba Cabra, Mr. Steve Vasquez. Hello. Hello, hello. We have that meat mountain, the killing machine himself, Mr. Bobby Amone. Good evening. And special guest spot, filling in for the Chad Daddy. We have the lovely Kaylee Diaz from 50 States of Terror podcasts. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Today, today is September 22nd, 2022. And well, we have a uh, August. It's August. August again. Jesus August. Christ, I did it again. Two I'm... weeks in a row. Bro, could you not tell? I'm like, not nah, just fucking. I'm literally all decked in like Halloween <laughs> shit. I've been to spirits like three times a week. It's just not good, dude. It's not good. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I did it again. What the fuck? <laughs> I caught it this time. You did. I had a mild panic. My son's birthday is in September, and I was like, oh shit, did I just forget? <laughs> did we just jump a month? What? Right. Kick it out. Don't do that to me. <laughs> all right. I died and came back. Yes. You flatlined so, or today, the yeah, Seriously, we all did there. August. <laughs> August. Twice. <laughs> oh, thank you, Scoobs. And well, we have a fun episode today. But first, before we do that, as always, Scuba, if you could please. It is now time for your Thank you, Mr. Vasquez. Kaylee, you haven't been here in a good long time. So what the hell have you been up to? We have been up to a lot at 50 States of Terror. I just actually had a super cool interview with the leading ladies of Corpus Christi recently. So getting, you know, a little bit of recognition for the stuff that I'm doing with our podcast. Uh, We just got our first merch samples in, which is also really, really exciting. We're going to have some announcements coming with that. But other than that, just plugging away. I uh, just went on a girls weekend because I needed a break, but uh, now I'm back. Yeah. I'm back at it. Uh, my hangover is gone and I'm ready to get to work. <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. If you just got back, it's Monday and it's gone already. I mean, I say kudos to you. <laughs> Pedialyte and Excedrin. Let's let's get it done. PSA nice. right there. Listen to that. If you take Pedialyte chasers, you will mm-hmm. not wake up with a hangover. I will remember that for next time. Pedialyte chasers. If you take Pedialyte chaser, I, and I learned that from uh, uh, Dimebag, not Dimebag, fucking Vinny Paul. When uh, we were hanging out with him <clears throat> at a strip club, he was taking Pedialyte chaser. I'm like, what the fuck are you taking? And uh, he was like, Pedialyte chasers. We never had hangovers. What? That's how they drank so much fucking Jack. 
He was telling I'm not us- even question that, but just like, dude, if you were to walk in and you see anybody, I would Fucking say, let alone. Paul. Right. Dude, and he had his yeah. rocking jack. Pedialyte at a strip club, dude. Like, yeah, at the fucking strip club, man. It was awesome. Fantastic. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you could leave that as your slice of life. Like, perfect. <laughs> oh, man. Anything else, Kaylee? Uh, no, I think that's the, the big stuff that we've got going. I'm looking forward. We're got, we've got some October <clears throat> specials coming up. So uh, maybe you guys can come hang out with me for a, a little chat over there. Hell uh, yeah. We'll talk about it a little bit after the episode, and maybe we'll get some announcements coming up. That would be sweet. That would be sweet. Awesome. Awesome. Bobby, we didn't get to see your lovely face last week. How the hell have you been, sir? I've been good. Uh, last week, I was on, well, that Monday, I was on vacation with my family, so I was not here. Uh, I was too busy drinking and having some other things to do, so, you know. Did you have any Pedialyte chasers? Or Fuck no. Just for ne- next time. Okay. Cool. He's still okay. young. He's still young. That's I'm why. T- he's I'm young, the young, and I'm the young he's one just... here. I'm I'm He's freshly massive. 29. Like I, I still feel all right. The amount but I'm of also not a, it would take this bowl to get down. It'd be ridiculous. Like, <laughs> not only that, I'm not. I, I don't drink like I'm fucking in college either. No, you don't. I don't. I drink enough to be like I'm good. <laughs> but I'm um, responsible. Yeah, for once in my life, I'm responsible. <laughs> uh, but the rest of the week was. Uh, I had two days. I actually had three days off of work because we were a little short. So. I had a three-day weekend this past weekend. Saturday, uh, me and my girlfriend went with some of our friends to a, a winery down in South Jersey. And we had some wine, had some sangria and all the good shit like that. And then yesterday, we basically were bums and did nothing. We watched this, what I'll say, is a wonderful movie. And we are going to talk about that today. And that was basically it for my slice of life for the past week, Lord Scuba give it to me well since you weren't here i want to start off my slice of life by saying happy belated birthday for one because we did not get to tell you on the show so happy belated birthday um thank you so i i worked really just start you know started the new job last week and just learning the new stuff that i'm doing and then i got to watch the dragon ball movie on thursday which was oh got me so fucking hype i love that shit Bro, we can't wait for the new season. We could drop literally a whole podcast about that right now. Yep. Just just (laughs) that one fucking movie would be. She's like, no. No. (laughs) Scuba knows my feelings. We uh, we recently did a tournament for the best cartoon ever. I know. And uh, And I was part of probably the other team that you probably hate, but. (laughs) It didn't have my vote is all I have to say. It was a hard vote. Dude, that was a hard vote. I'm sorry. I actually was like. I, I think I missed about I'm, flipping a coin. I it missed this down, one, so I don't it was know. Down to DBZ or Avatar, and oh, Avatar, Avatar I don't know, man. I don't. That's what I, I said. Avatar, I love Avatar. Avatar. Listen, I love Avatar, man. But I will. I have shelves of DBZ DVDs, as and you it, guys have seen both. But both are great shows. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, like I in all reality, I think it should have just ended up in a draw. And <sighs> it's such know, a tough one, dude. Yeah, because it was a tough one. Shout out to Bruna from Twitch. How's it going? Yes. Um, but other than that, uh, I worked this weekend. Then I got to do my first voice acting ever. Woo. And it was it was awesome. It was super easy. Yeah. I, uh, if you listen to the new 50 States of Terror podcast, 
you hear this voice in the background telling people step right up step right up and that's me that's this guy yeah he got to come over and see my whole new setup and uh he came over and recorded some carnival barker lines for me and uh now that i know he has such an interest i'm about to abuse this and he's gonna be coming over and voice acting all the time so uh, give my kids a break there's nothing wrong with the abuse abuse him yeah Yeah, i'm all for it like i'm sad i'm not near you guys yeah, uh, you don't have to be near us. Should yeah, you, you can send audio. me audio. I can, but I'd rather learn instant transmission and just get there. But uh, I mean, and we can go to HEB. You got to hear all the wonderful yes! things about HEB. <laughs> we need to go to this app, dude. Wiener Schnitzel, yeah. and we'll just yeah. make it a whole vacation. Honestly, I do want to get down to Texas Frightmare at some point. So maybe I think I'm trying to get that's down to Texas not even close year. to us. That's I don't give a shit. I'll make it a week, bro. I will fucking make the drive up to see your ass. Just saying. Either I'm way. trying to get down there for next year, actually. Just Send us audio. I do. And you guys, yo, I, that is like a <clears throat> secret dream of mine, dude, to do fucking. Yeah, that's, moves. that's why when she asked me, she asked me to do it. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, have no, you not seen it? He was TikTok? like, um, seriously? And I was like, ooh, what kind of tone should I be reading that in? Uh, yeah. Yep. Exclamation mark, thumbs up. And I was like, oh, no, he's cool. Okay. All right. Yeah. Come on yeah, over. I was super stoked awesome. for it. And like, she wanted me to like ad lib shit. I'm not good with ad libbing things. So I was like, I have no yeah. idea what the fuck I'm supposed to say. <laughs> Give me the goddamn script. So she I gave feel me the like the, and- I feel like the ad libbing stuff, at least with us, like it, it's better when we roll off of each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah. mean? We're like, yeah, dude, I'm not very seldom. I'll just be like, I'll have to listen to something. I'm like, oh, I could throw a joke in here. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, that's what I did uh, when we did that. We did it on Saturday and mm-hmm. then, uh, our spirit store finally opened up. It finally Woo! opened up. Um, so I'm excited about that. Not that uh, you need I can anything? really purchase anything right now because, drum roll please. <laughs> I am moving into a house, guys. Woo! I am moving into a house. Nice. I will be moving at the end of the month. So I'm super excited about that. Um it's a little bit bigger than what I'm in right now, but it's got a backyard for the dogs. And that was the main goal was to have for my dogs to go out and fucking run around and get tired before they come back in. So and it's your own house. Yeah. Yeah. You're so. your own. You're your own person now, dude. Like fuck the yep. landlord shit. Now you got to go to depot. Yeah. yeah. There's some fence work I got to do too. And I'm like, God, I can't wait. Like I'm excited for it. <laughs> so, but yeah, that was it. That was, that was my week. What about you? I said, keep that enthusiasm, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta but, clean my, I gotta power wash my house in a couple of weeks. I'm so ready. Dude, <laughs> first of all, power washing is fun. It's so fun that there's a game on Xbox now that's it's, literally called Power Washing Simulator, and I was scoping it out. And I was like, is there really so satisfying? It is. And you know what it is? It's just because it's cleaning shit. Like that's yep. why there's people cleaning videos, people will watch that shit. So like, yeah, dude, there's a video game aesthetic, but I just laugh cuz I'm like, wait a minute. The video game's 30 bucks. You can go get a decent little mini pressure washer for about 50 and just pressure wash your fucking house. Like actually do it. Yeah. I'm actually I'm doing my whole roof too. We have a special system Ooh, for it. Nice. I'm getting fancy. <laughs> but anyways, what did I do this weekend? I did the same thing that Scuba Steve did. I took the family and we saw fucking Dragon Ball Z superhero and it was fantastic i my buddy straight up questioned me he goes are you crying at the end and i was like no man i was like i do have tears he's like why i'm like because i did not blink for like 20 fucking minutes in that last fight scene oh i i I cried i teared up i teared up like yeah especially at there might have been a little bit in the after credit scene 
the oh. after credit scene. Well, I that was up. just that was funny. Um, I'm trying not to say any spoilers yeah. at all because like I want Chad Daddy to really see it, and I, if or anybody else, obviously for that matter. But oh, dude, it was so good. Um, it was a full movie. That's what I was worried about. The DBZ like old school like 45 minute length. No man, they give you a full two hour movie and it's fantastic. The animation was different, but not bad. It was actually enjoyable. Um, solid all around. And then what the fuck else did I do? Uh, you edited audio episodes. Of I did of drop. Natural. Yeah. So I, I, we caught Steve's up, uh, <laughs> Steve's podcast up because, well, funny thing is I didn't even know there was any in the bank. And so I'll say I slept that drop, <laughs> but they're up there now. Steve and I need to just be a little bit more communicative on, uh, when that comes down so I can get that shit out more often. So that's caught up. Gordon Moore's caught up. I actually banged all those out in one night, dude. I was actually impressed with myself. I was so tired nice. going into it and I fucking cracked a bang and I was like, here we go. Like, that's, that's what she said. <laughs> yeah. Not all of that. Yep. Yeah, hey. And it was a new one too. What the hell was it? it was, uh... Oh, new position, huh? Uh-huh. No, a new bang. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, oh, well, hey, uh, yeah, no. I mean, new bang, I mean, you know, hey. whatever. Hey, yeah, you know. Know. It was like, it's okay. I tried one this weekend myself. It's okay. <laughs> I love the fucking cherry uh, lemonade one. Cherry blade lemonade. That shit's delicious, dude. Oh, Brody is here. Brody says howdy from the emergency room. What? He said he was sick. Oh, I didn't know shit. how sick. Do you well, have the, the Aussie? Do you have the Aussie Rona? Listen, asshole, I told you to feel better this morning. Damn. Yes, damn. That was a I must have oh. not been paying attention. So sorry, Brody. Feel better, please. I will say one more thing, which might be TMI, but I don't care because you guys are my bros and Kaylee's technically a bro too. So the last stitch finally fell off. Yeah. Yay. Did you get hard when it did? Oh, yeah. I was like, so you didn't send us a picture of your first stiffy of normal? That's why you were running late on Saturday. Okay. Uh-huh. But only like two minutes <laughs> late though. There you go. Oh. But, but no, don't. so after DBZ, I was on a fucking fringe. I came home, bought the third battle pass for fucking Fighter Z, which I've been sitting on. But right now, because the movie's out, everything Dragon Ball is on fucking sale. Fuck so yeah. movies, games, fucking. So if you're a fan, you can fucking load up right now, dude. Just like Chad Daddy, we bought Broly digitally for five bucks on Prime. Like just because daughter and I fucking love it. So it's a good weekend for uh, DBZ nerds across <laughs> the way. But enough about that. And then I watched this movie for the first time, to which I'm ready to fucking talk about right now. So this was Scuba's pick. Yes. So, so sir, today, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to let right. you take it away. All right. So today we are talking about Flatliners released August 10th, 1990. Five medical students decide to embark on a dangerous experiment to pierce the veil between life and death in an attempt to learn more about the afterlife. Under their temporary deaths, they experience strange visions and memories long since forgotten. However, when they hadn't bar- what they hadn't bargained for is when they pierced the veil of life and death, they'd each bring something back with them, something from their past that will not only haunt them, but is also fully capable of hurting them as well. Directed by Joel Schumacher, the Lost Boys, Eight Millimeter, and those crappy Batman movies. I was Written saying, by be on the list. Yeah, damn it. Peter Filardi, The Craft, Ricky Six, produced by Michael Douglas. Yes, that Michael Douglas. Romancing the Stone, Double Impact, starring. Oh nope, Bobby. It, you're, I'm so glad you're back. 
Let's go with the names, Bobby. And I can't Let's fuck go. these up this week, okay? So I'm so happy <laughs> about that. Starring Keeper Sutherland, Stand By Me, The Lost You just I was trying it to get away with it. And you counts. fucking had to say something. And you had to say something. You had to say something. You had to say something. I would have been fine. Keep going. Yeah, Heather fucking like just was like, and it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> she, Whatever. <laughs> Julia Roberts, Hook, Conspiracy Theory, as Rachel Manis, Kevin Bacon, Animal House, Hollow Man, and Tremors, as David Labracchio. Labracchio? I would say Labracio or Labracio. Is, okay. is it? Okay. William Baldwin, backdraft, silver as Joe Hurley. Oliver Platt, Lake Placid, the Three Musketeers as Randy Steekle. I'm saying Steekle because it sounds funny. <laughs> <laughs> Kimberly Scott, the Abyss, falling down as Winnie Hicks. Joshua R- Rudoy, Harry and the Hendersons as Billy Mahoney. Yeah. Benjamin Mountain. Mount Mountain. I don't know how to say that. See, I fucked it up anyway. <laughs> the Puppet Masters, Basic Instinct as Mr. Manis and Hope Davis, Real Steel, Captain America, Civil War as Anne Cauldron. All right. Sorry. All right. I was sharing. Uh, <laughs> All right, Kaylee, come on. Kaylee, you got it? All right. Yeah, we have music by James Newton Howard from The Sixth Sense and The Hunger Games. Cinematography by Jan DeBont from Cujo and Die Hard, edited by Robert Brown, Police Academy, and The Lost Boys, effects and makeup by Hans Metz, which did Independence Day and Godzilla, Peter Donan, Spaceballs, which is one of our household favorites, and Child's Play. Mm, This was distributed by Columbia Pictures and has a runtime of 114 minutes. It has a rating of R, understandably. You know, there were some boobies and some scary. Yeah, there was. Wonderful. Uh, it had a budget of $26 million and it grossed at $61.5 million. It was, it was actually very successful for its time. And I there were the three, three movies that came out in 1990 about the afterlife. So, mm-hmm. yeah, one was very successful. That was Ghost. Jacob's Ladder was the bottom of the barrel. And then, and then this, this was one. literally right in the middle. Like this was. Yep. The you know what's weird is I actually like Jacob's Ladder the best out of those three. Well, I mean they're all I, totally I, different movies, though. No, I know, yeah. but I'm just saying, even in comparison, like I mean, I like. I mean, dude, come on, Swayze. How do you not? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah all like, that ending always creeped me out as a kid, dude. When those little animated black ghosts came out, <sighs> dude, and like, yeah, I was like, oh, what the fuck was that? Uh, uh, I've never seen Ghost, so maybe I need to go back and revisit that. What? It's just one of those movies that so you've never um, gotten the pottery reference. To this, like, I mean, I've years. seen the memes. <laughs> I've seen the. You know the what? Though? That's fine because yesterday, I was watching American Pie. Okay, mm-hmm. the girlfriend came uh-huh. over, and she's like, "What is this? You can't do this with your girlfriend, dude." I know, like, but said this before. it's American Pie. Like. Like what yeah, that's, that's 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 a universal that should so, have been. I'm seen. trying to fall asleep last night, and she's like, "Cuddle with me, cuddle." With. So like, I scooted over and I put my head, you know, under her arm, and she's just laughing her ass off. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking rolling over because you keep fucking waking me up. Watch the movie. So hold on, I gotta turn off my ring lights. Can you? All right, there's the Brody, and I don't know if oh, you can see it, but oh, I see, see his throat. But... Yeah, wow, Not, what the fuck? I do. Bro, that is a fucking berry. It is red. Wow. Sir, you, need to, you feel better, buddy. 
Yeah, you better bad. you better stop eating them asses, man. Jesus. Right. Yeah. At least Did you eat toilet them. paper out of a stripper's ass? Oh, it happened oh. again. <laughs> it's not monkeypox I'm worried about now. Booty pox. Oh, <laughs> got that booty pox. Oh my goodness. All right. So, discussing. Steve, this was your pick. Clearly not your first time watching this, though, no, correct? No, not my first time watching it. The very first time that I watched this movie, I went to go watch Gremlins 2, but it was sold out, and I was so bummed out. And my dad was like, you know what? Let's watch this other movie. It's kind of a scary movie. Nah, you, you should be fine. And we watched it, and I was like, wow, that was a really good movie. I liked it. Um, I, I've always had a thing for the afterlife. Like, I want to know what happens. I want to know. And this this movie, I mean, it had a lot of big name actors in it. Yeah, um, it did. so that I mean, that that was a big draw for it also. Um, and I just like I said, I just remember like a lot of my my movie memories that, you know, with movies that I just absolutely love are because of my dad, you know. And so that's why this one was nostalgic for me was because I went to go watch it with my pops. And it was, it was one of those things that he and I shared that nothing you know not with my siblings or my mom or anything it was just him and i but <clears throat> i i actually i really i really dig this movie i love the fact that they take they try to take a scientific approach to the paranormal i would say you know with what happens in the afterlife and stuff which re-watching it though i i had a lot of fucking questions because i'm like <sighs> you didn't document any of this shit except for on video camera two the one dude had his voice recorder the whole well, time. Well, yeah, but but even it, okay, let's say the four of us were doing an experiment, right? In the afterlife, and I come back and I say, "Oh, well, I had this experience." You don't necessarily have to believe what I saw, so there was really no science behind it. No quantifiable know? results. Yeah. So uh, that, watching it again, I was just kind of like, "Hmm, okay." It didn't have that impact that it had for me the first time that I watched it. Because there was a lot of like questions and stuff that I had about that. So, but I mean, All I right. still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed it. It's still, you know, it's still one of those movies that, that I like a lot. It just brought up more questions because I really hadn't seen it. Hell, the last time I watched it outside of the theater was probably on VHS. Mm. So it had been a long time. So it was kind of like rewatching it again, but knowing exactly what the outcome was going to be. But All right. I mean, I, I thought it, you know, some of the scenes were kind of creepy, you know, Especially when uh, the little boy was beating the fuck out of Kiefer Sutherland. You know, I was like, holy shit, ghosts aren't supposed to be able to hurt you. What the fuck? I was fuck? laughing my ass off at that, dude. <laughs> and then, you know, and then you see the scene, you know, kind of towards the end where he's actually holding the pickaxe. Yeah, and he was fight clubbing himself, but Exactly. And that's the thing. Was this all in his head or was there actually something paranormal going on? You know, and so that's even more questions that I have because I'm now it's like, okay, well, was this all this shit in your head or was this really happening? Because Fair. Julia Roberts got her head, closure. Dude. Kevin Bacon got his closure. Well, yeah, and, and if you think about that, it kind of loses that whole paranormal feel when you find out that the, the little girl that Kevin Bacon's character was bullying was still alive. And right there, and I'm glad you mentioned that, is exactly where I stopped giving two shits about this movie. <laughs> Did you really? That moment where it was just like, really? We're just dealing with our past sins and our all our past sins are honestly not that bad. Yeah. Eh, go see a therapist. Eh. 
Honestly, God, go see a therapist. I don't need to kill myself and bring myself back to life. And the whole other thing about the whole like dick measuring contest of like, well, I'm going to go fucking 10 seconds longer. Why? The dude who did it the least amount of time was the most fucking jacked up out of anybody. So that shit did literally nothing for anything. And yeah, I don't know. This movie dude had a fantastic cast. Personally, I think they were wasted on it, dude. I felt like the th- the third act just felt flat. So, like, before we go too far away from that, I think, especially, like, as the Julia Roberts of this situation here, the only girl, I think there really does have to be a little bit of a dick measuring contest. Like, if it's like, oh, well, I can do this. Like, she, I think, cause I think she was the one that started initiating, well, fine, I'll go longer. Right. Because yeah. she's really yeah. having, like, even, she may have been the badass that they really wanted there because she, you know, was really good at what she was doing. But I think that kind of set the precedent that that's where we're going to start like betting on the time or like bidding on the time where she was like, okay, well, fine. Well, fine. And like crossing her arms and having to do it. But just to point out kind of that female, uh, female angle there, like, I feel like I've had to do that in situations where it's like, well, I can do it better or I can do it like longer or, you know, more efficiently. So, uh, just wanted to make sure I threw out a female angle before we got away from that little talk. <laughs> no, I like that. And honestly, I wasn't even necessarily going just from that. I mean, just even between the dudes themselves. I'm like, because personally, oh, yeah. I would have been the motherfucker with the recorder. I would have let them look at everybody and be like, you guys are ridiculous, dude. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not fucking doing that shit. But, yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. That Because you're killing yourself. But there's no real way to say that this or to show scientific proof that this actually happened. You know? Right. Now, I just, I don't know. With the, with the title and what I thought personally going in the movie, now granted, I, this is all just based on my own personal assumptions, and I know that's wrong, but I just, I thought it was going to be more something like they were addicted to dying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was more of like it was a drug to them. Like they just couldn't stop trying to kill themselves and then bringing them. I think that would be cooler. Like I they, thought that was the premise going into this. I thought we right. were going to keep getting like this euphoric, keep so going then, back. So then I totally would understand why you would need to continually go longer and longer and longer yeah. just because it's like, I need that bigger high of die. You know what I mean? Like of almost, which I don't think three minutes is technically brain dead. I am not a med student by any fucking mm, means, dude. But I think you have to go about. Thought it was longer it's, than that. It depends but, I mean, on I'm sure no. We can first, them it, do that shit. It depends on where you're at. If you're out three minutes on a road with no oxygen, you can. But that's what I'm saying, like, dude, like when. But if you're in a hospital and there and oxygen's going to your brain, because my one friend's an EMT, he says you don't lose oxygen. Well, so it's right. always going that's what I'm to saying, you, like, but you could the, still be dead technically. But that's what, okay. I mean, I guess they did have oxygen on ready supply, so. I don't know. He did. Well, during pre-production, uh, this was going to be something we were going to talk about later, but during no, uh, pre-production, no. the actors worked with a medical technical advisor. And uh, first of all, I don't think I would want her to um, ever perform a medical procedure on me because no. holy shit, that was the worst CPR I've ever seen in my whole life. Yes. one, one But uh, Ruth E. Eckholm tutored them on proper medical procedures for the scenes. Um, the Robert. students talked about like flatlining and ekg versus eeg machines like the cardiac arrest brain death like all of that they covered in a like a pre-film class with this expert and i'm like um i still have questions i don't think all of was this expert using like two editions like prior like decade-wise of like medical (laughs) knowledge what the fuck was going on 
So I, I Googled it. Uh, permanent brain damage begins after only four minutes without oxygen and death can occur as soon as four to six minutes later. So they, but they were saying it was three minutes, right? Two. Well, was... I mean, they, I don't think they ever really said one of them was no. just like, I'm going under a minute. And the other one's two minutes. Okay. And then, you know, well, because the highest, because <clears throat> well, what did he want to push Kevin Bacon to? That was past two minutes, right? Like he wanted two times. They, they, they ended up going five minutes on Julia, didn't they? Because yeah, but yeah, the last she, they couldn't get her, minutes. right? Like, yeah, because yeah. well, the, the power went out or whatever. Yeah, because of course it did. Yeah, but you knew that was gonna like they, they showed that like five to ten minutes prior. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, random pan to the fucking panel box. So, um, Smiling Octopus says, wasn't he out for nine minutes towards the end? And yes, he was, it was almost 10 minutes or at 10 minutes mm-hmm. before they brought him back. So he technically would have had fucking brain damage at right. that point. And that's what I was wondering if they ever like, they never really like hinted on that, which I kind of expected. But maybe like the brain damage like would leave that kid, like that mental ghost with him or something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't no. know. Cause like, like you said, you weren't sure if it's supernatural or not, which I did like that aspect. It kind of had you guessing, but I felt like right away you were just like, eh. Like once Kevin Bacon's like sin happened, I was like, all right. Like I said, dude, like that was just the turning point for me. But not well, a good even one. even Billy Baldwin's like. Guilt. See, I liked his because his was an actual fucking sin. Well, like, yeah, he was but taping girls still, without their consent. It was still dude. more like, of a guilt than anything, you know, than, than something paranormal, and so. I was just Except like, for, well, uh, yeah, but dude, all his TV scenes, like I liked how, like, I'll say, I feel like his little thing was one of the most interesting because they always had the weird, creepy TVs, or they always acknowledge him. Yeah. And then it really got fucked before he, right before he walked in on his fiance who was watching his tapes, when those girls were hitting on him like he would to them. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know, like his, I thought got like almost the trippiest. I felt like Nelson's was kind of an odd. Um, so like he's like running through the field with his friends, and of course at that point yeah. we don't know we don't know exactly like what that scene is going to eventually lead to. But he comes back. He goes, "Oh my god, it was amazing," and it kind of makes me wonder what kind of psycho he would be because he knows he knows when he was in that field he he killed a kid like four minutes later or you know however long it was later, and he goes, "Oh my gosh, it was it was amazing. It was euphoric. It was this. It was that." I was like. That was moments before you killed another child. So why are, why is that a euphoric, happy feeling for you? I think he was just trying to hide the fact. Yeah, I think it was mm-hmm. to blow okay. them up so that they would want to continue okay. the experiment. So maybe I'm, I'm, I will say I I have to say weird things or I die. Um, or I also have to look up things while I'm watching movies because I'm yeah. like, oh, no, I have to know like about this thing in the back. Right. And. Anthony was watching with me, and anytime I pulled my phone out, he yelled at me. I was like, I have to look this up. I have to look it up like right now. And he's like, You're gonna miss it. And he would like rewind it. So um I did watch the entire thing thanks to Anthony. So shout out to my husband. Yeah. Good man. <laughs> nice. His fingers on the pause button. Right yes. Who I said next time we have somebody out, he can totally co-host with us. Oh, yeah, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. If he wants to. Hell yeah. He would love to. I mean. I enjoyed this was my first time watching this movie and I enjoyed the hell out of it. But I never went in, I will say, I actually went into this thinking this is not going to be paranormal. Every I actually said this, I'm like, every one of them has something wrong with them, or they did something, whether it was small or big, and it's bothered them to hell the rest of their lives. So for when like so when you said paranormal, John, I'm like, well, one of them definitely did something the worst, even though it was an accident you ain't it's not intention you're a kid his is 
the most is obviously paranormal because that kid's dead. He can't go back and apologize. The girl Nelson was be or being an asshole to. He can go back. It, whether it's big or small, that's a bullying that was, when you're a kid. If it's, if it's or David, if you yeah. if it stays with you, it's something. So he can go back. They can all change it except for him. So that's the only paranormal one. So for me, it was like, what did you all oh, do shit. that you're all seeing shit? You know, so I love that idea. Go bring him back, Brody. You learned CPR from the movie. Go. <laughs> no, you didn't. Tell no, him you, you got didn't. This. Tell him no, you he's got this. It. Just get the machine <laughs> and, you know, let the shit out of somebody. Just dude. make sure you yell clear. You got this. Uh, I'm pretty sure at one point they announce that they are charged and ready to go, and then they touch them together. Yeah, which was and yeah. I was like, excuse me, and they all have jewelry on, and Julia Roberts' bra has an underwire. Yes, and there, there was another scene where, where, uh, Nelson has a syringe, okay, mm-hmm. and it it just irked me. That oh, was it when he was squeezing it out? out? He's getting oh, the bubbles yeah, out, right? Yeah. And so he's squeezing the liquid out, right, for like a stupid amount of time, and then then he flicks flicks it, <laughs> and I'm like, the air bubbles are gone. What the fuck are you flicking, bro? There's no air bubbles in there. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, like I said, man, it's. I guess my other issue was I was. Exp- and this is once again my own like setup for failure, I guess. I was expecting more horror, and I feel like it probably could have went way better, way darker of a oh, horror yeah, with definitely. the dreams, and it didn't. That felt a little, and maybe you know, I maybe it necessarily wasn't supposed to. Maybe it's just something more I'm used to. Yeah, no, <laughs> yes. and I mean, and Nelson's was the most, I think, the most horrific out of all of them. Yeah, because he was physically being harmed. Yeah, whether he was fight clubbing himself or not. Well, that's where the paranormal can was... come to play. Because yeah. remember, his his person's dead, so he can still experience that. And then he, when he did do the second death, he was able to apologize. So, but was that in his mind, or was that him actually apologizing to Billy? So, Brody was bringing up uh, Julia Roberts' dream, and I guess my question about that was like. What's the sin there? Because she, not not that it was a sin. She felt the guilt of her father's death and felt like it was her fault. So it's not a sin. It's just guilt. It's your right. guilt. It's initially yeah. what that that's what it was. It was the guilt. So with William Baldwin's character, his he felt guilt regardless of he you know he enjoyed doing it, but he still felt some type of guilt for it because he knew yeah. it was wrong. Right. Kevin Bacon knew it was wrong to bully that girl. No, I get that. End, okay, yeah. Like you know, I see that's why I mean I guess like sins, guilt, it's almost like similar, yeah. but I, they said sins at it's one point, so I kind of took here. it as it. It's right. all up here. Mm-hmm. But yeah. and then not only that, if you look at her like little dream, the her mother that actually looks at her and says, What did you do? Like I because saw she, she yeah, she interrupted it, so she like yeah, saw, that's why saw the like, dirty secret. So yeah, she's got some blame uh, on herself. That's why I sure. said, yeah. So it's not, I, so, yeah. but see, not so much in, they did something, but you know, yeah. Even in her dream, she was able to get closure from her father, but was it closure in her own mind or was it actually closure from her father's ghost who is no longer being tormented because of what he had been doing? I think it's, I think it's the second one. That's just me. See, I don't so think it's just, it just takes normal. I think it's just more or less it, like and, her, like letting go. It's like, yo dude, honestly, you didn't have to kill yourself. You probably could have just did about an eighth of shrooms and had a really good fucking time. You probably would have hit a little bit of a high point, 
You would have dealt with some internal shit, but you would have came out of that AO fucking K. Just saying. I mean, they, they joke about how they're not actually going to end up killing Nelson in the beginning. And it's like, oh, he'll have a wet dream. He'll wake up. We'll give him some morphine. He'll be great. That's true. I, I don't wish, I, you know, maybe that could have been a development there. Like, um, like you said, I went into it thinking that this was going to be a euphoric situation that they're going back. And yeah. like constantly, you know, like maybe they're visiting a certain person, but they only get to visit him when they're dead. So like we keep going back. We keep doing that. I feel like I got really distracted by like what was happening by what was going on in the background and like what was going on around, but they never address or discuss. So they have like a little couple like moments where they talk about like, Oh, well, like these things are happening or, you know, that they will never believe you, but we don't ever really address what's going on outside. Like all the construction that's happening um, to the building that they're in. Yeah. You, you're right. There's a whole bunch. If you, if you really start looking at the background, which is what mainly the stuff I was Googling, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that is, is that i'm pretty sure so i was looking up so like the triptych that they're working on that big painting that's right outside the lab it's the three pictures together mm -hmm. they're working on it the entire time at the very end did you see what the painting was of no it's no. prometheus stealing fire ah, so okay. there's that big statue in the foyer like right behind the triptych or right in front of the triptych i should say so it was that big helmet with the wings on the helmet Okay, so that's Hermes. Or right. if specifically if we get into Mercury in Roman mythology, and guess what part of his job description was? Taking people to the afterlife. So ah, there are all of these little things hmm. going on in the background. And there's a lot of strong Greek themes. And of course, obviously, there's a lot of Christian themes in here. I mean, we've got the crosses everywhere. We've got the afterlife playing God, um, you know, playing with the life and death. But when you start looking at the colors of all the different scenes, so like think about that medical room, like it's not white, sterile, green, blue. It was literally all brown where they had the cadavers. It was all very yeah. earthy. -toned. Oh, yeah. It felt like this was a Greek story that was being adapted to the 90s. Yeah. This is all little like coves to the side, little alcoves or like almost like catacomb feeling here and there. And so I started like looking into it more. I'm like, you know, there's a lot of stories in like Greek and like Roman mythology. When you start fucking with the dead and you start like trying to cross over, that is when shit follows you back. I was like, I wonder how much they actually took from, you know, uh, Persephone and Hades, where you've got like Orpheus, where you've got all of these things. They're going to the afterlife and they're bringing stuff back with them, or they're bringing their sins and stuff back too. I'm like, ooh. I want to know more about that part of the story. Like, what are we skipping? What are we telling with the the backgrounds and the scenery here? So I just got, that was my the, little nerd tantrum. The intellect of this podcast just like went up to a hundred percent. Yes. Yeah, it's I feel like I need good. to walk out right now. Dude, yeah. Cause, cause I got to wait. Like I'm at the back later. of the class. I'm the back of the class, dude. We're making food back here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're Beavis, Butthead, and Stewart, and Garia just gave a lecture in the class, and we're like, hey, yeah, what? <laughs> I mean, much, I thought it was cool. They, they, I think I think there's something with the names, because I did start looking up names. I told Scuba if I came up with, like, a good, solid theory, I would present it to you. Um, I only it's came solid. up with a couple. Holy shit. Yeah, that's be solid. <laughs> well, even, like, what, Nelson? So this happened in 1990? Yes nelson mandela he was supposed to have died and then didn't actually die and he came back right 
Mandela. Manus. Uh, that's Julia. Oh, go ahead. Go no, ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, mine's stupid. Uh, go ahead. Julia Roberts' character, her name is Manus, and Manus is part of the um, origin theory in Germanic uh, mythology. That is like one of like the life givers. And so I was like, oh, I wonder if all these names have something to do with afterlife or creation of life or Damn. anything like that. So I got to say, yeah. I am round of applause to you. Yeah, seriously. Because oh, thank you. You went a thousand times deeper than I <laughs> ever could have done it with this show. Yes. Holy <laughs> so what I was going to say is, did anybody else catch when, uh, uh, Kiefer Sutherland picks up the, or call, picks up the phone and Julie Roberts thinks it's uh it's David, David calling and she's like David and I'm like hey, hey his name was David in Lost Boys. That was, <laughs> that was, that was, that was all right. So first of all, we got the same director, same actor, almost the same hair, uh, hair same yeah, hair color. almost the hair. They should have changed his hair color, man. He looks so like. He just looks evil right from his first scene. You're like, oh, no, dude, come on. I can't do this. I can't even like already. But like he's him. always had that evil look no matter what. I know. But, but he was definitely the Draco Malfoy of this one. He had like yes. the slicked oh, yeah. blonde I mean, douchebag oh, school. You, right? Like, especially so, if you're coming right off of Lost Boys watching that or something like. So Pete says the not sequel from a couple, couple of years ago was meh. So I think the. Did the, Brody say he watched that or no? Which yeah, he did. He, he said it was okay. The remake was actually supposed to be a sequel to this, this movie. That's why they had Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland was supposed to reprise his role as David, but at the last minute, they said, ah, we're going to go ahead and scrap that and cut most of his fucking scenes from that movie. How would they. Because they were not, they were not confident in this movie. But yeah. it was going to be like, prequel? oh, we're not really. Or, I'm sorry, no, a sequel. Sequel. Oh. Sequel. Sequel. I was like, yo, dude, unless they're doing some aging techniques. No, no, no. I meant to say sequel. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how they're really doing that. Prequel. It was, yeah, it was going to be a sequel to this to where somebody actually like found his work and were they were going to further it. Oh, so you're going Reanimator 3. All right. Yes. I like it. Yes. <laughs> I'll take Reanimator, dude. <laughs> Sorry. All right. No, but dude, I got like the acting in this is fantastic. The cast is like top notch. Not necessarily my favorite Kevin Bacon movie from 1990, but I think y'all know that. Uh, <laughs> I had to say that one. <clears throat> but is there anything else before we want to uh, hear Brody's thoughts? I got his? nothing. No, I, I want to hear his thoughts greatly. Yeah, Kaylee, right. yes. you look like, like you have some stuff to say. I was thinking if I got all my nerdy stuff out, I was like, I think I think I said it all before I exploded. We, we could, you could spill it even more after the fact if you got some. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Brody might kick up some stuff. So let's. Yeah. Yeah, it's very possible. And uh, forewarned, Brody does not feel good at all. So he's got the little bit of snifflies in this video, as we all know. So it's that toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. How do you fucking duty there, folks? It is all your DKV here back for another episode of Goromore. And this week I'm here to talk to you about flatliners. Now, I do apologize in advance if it sounds like I've been chilling on gravel, but it's mainly due to the fact that I have the fucking flu. Anywho, moving on. Flatliners is a personal favorite of mine. It's one I always talk about. Definitely flies under the fucking radar. Um, I mean, they tried to remake it. I didn't even watch it. Didn't even want to attempt to watch it because it just looked fucking trash. Anywho, 
I mean, Joel Schumacher really knows how to create a fucking fantastic film. And I love the premise to this. It's a very original and unique premise. It's something a little bit different. Um, I don't think really any other film has elaborated on something like this before. Um, you know, I think it inspired films later down the track a little bit, like a bit of Final Destination, what happens if you cheat death type thing. But Joel Schumacher is able to bring something new and different to the table for that time. And I think he just hits the nail on the head, especially visually as well. He brings over the director of Speed as his cinematographer for this film. And those two are just a fucking dynamic duo collaborating together, really showcasing um, just a strong... Even if it isn't a horror film, it's just a strong fucking film overall. It looks cinematically fucking fantastic on screen. Um, I mean, if the story is shit, this film visual representation will make up for that and that's what i love about this film the fucking visual aspect of this like it's, it's probably mainly due to not only the lighting throughout the film but the lighting that showcases this fantastic production design of these buildings very gothic aesthetic about it this um you know fuck it it's just got this really fuck i can't even fucking think of a word for it it's just like a really yeah, oh, fuck, I know. Trying to think of a big word, and I can't fucking think of one. But you know, you know, you get what I'm saying. It really dwells into the, the like matters of life and death and humanity, love, loss, and grief. Um, so what they're able to achieve with that's absolutely fantastic. Um, now, I mean, you have a fucking stellar cast here. Holy Santa Claus shit. Uh, I mean, I can't speak highly enough of them. I mean, but they all work together extremely well. They don't really outdo each other. Um, they, they're definitely on par with each other, so no one really stands out. But that's mainly probably due to the fact that we get a lot of uh, character development with each each person because we have to explain their vision and why they have that vision and then how they're going to overcome that vision. So it all works extremely well. There's probably about 15 to 20 minutes of it with each person, maybe, maybe even 10 and I just love it. I love this film so fucking much. And, you know, uh, yeah, it's a fantastic horror fucking film. It's really psychological. Like I always say, it's my favourite subgenre of the horror genre. And it really gets you thinking about, uh, you know, it's well, it starts to get you question things in life. And, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's a fucking fantastic film. To, it, to the fuckhead that trying to remake this, you should be fucking ashamed of yourself. Um, anywho, there's your DKB giving it a Goromor score of a, I'm going to give it a 4.4. So anywho, there's your DKB signing out and I shall catch you motherfuckers next week. Cheers. Cheers, Hopefully brody. you catch us next week. Dang, brother. Right? Seriously, oh, man. You're sound, yeah. But get better, get better. feel better, man. I but, mean, obviously he's in the chat with us right now. So if if you don't feel good next week, Brody, here's yeah, what we you do. Don't. Here's what we do. You send me word for word what you thought of the movie, and I will film fucking Kaney's cutting in cosplaying as you, and read what you wrote. With I kinda, the next now time. I okay. I kind of want him to do that just so I can see. Stay. I kind of want to see this. Yeah. Like now I want to see this shit. I will work on my accent all fucking week. I can get it down. I would. That's what she said. What would you be watching? What would you be watching to try to help with that? 
I don't know, just shit on fucking on YouTube. Watch Crocodile Dundee. Just say, I, Quigley I, Down Under. Let's just go for it. Quigley Down Under. Oh yeah. wow. There you go. <laughs> oh man. All right. So I'll just go back and watch all his clips from this show. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. So I got to say, Brody definitely hit the nail on the head. Mm. Um, aesthetically wise, this movie definitely was very pleasing. Yeah. All the colors, all all different colors in each dream. I liked how, um, oh my goodness. What kind of did the whole Giallo thing? A little where, bit. There was a lot know, of, it was yeah. the blues and the reds. I like the reds though, dude. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I you knew shit lighting. was going to pop off when the fucking red showed up. Yeah. But they also, they gave you that a little bit in uh not dreamscape as well. Yeah. There were, uh, there was some moments towards the beginning. Can't remember exactly where, but they were walking down a streetway and there was just a lot of reflective reds coming up. I don't know. It just looked very nice. I still got the Heb store thing. Up. I was like, what the hell is this? Uh, <laughs> it's H E B. I'm sorry. I would Howard still call it the Heb. Howard, Howard E. Butt. E. Butt? Yep, that was his name. Howard E. Butt. B-U-T-T. Wow. See, I always thought it was Harry. Everybody told me. I was like, okay, all right, okay. It's Man, the fact Howard. that they didn't use butt in the store, in the name of the store instead. like Yeah, that would have been better. <laughs> I mean, the B is the shape of a butt, you know? It is. True that. Uh, it's like when you so, describe somebody as thick, you use two Cs so it looks like a butt. Right, and you gotta like enunciate. You gotta really enunciate on that. Thanks. Yeah, that the that, th. You gotta choke on it a little bit. You gotta just yeah, you, gotta, you gotta draw yeah. that th before you hit the eye. Mm-hmm. Oh That's God. how I'm gonna keep going just to like it was. I was like, um, <laughs> but no, like so. What's like Sick I said, like Brody was saying, thick butt. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like Brody was saying though, dude, with the lighting, all the buildings like. Like Kaylee was saying, with the even the artwork, like just the crazy gothic artwork. I broke Kaylee. She did. He did. <laughs> We're used to Bob. We're just like now, nope, just push through it. So yeah. she's she's gonna be good. she's gonna be going to her husband later. Like, thick. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. No, he's yeah. gonna do it to me because he's watching. I can see him in the comments. That's Anthony, do it. The first thing he's gonna say to me when do I come back. He could always pop in right behind you right now and just. Yeah, I'm happy no, I broke. I would die. Do it. Do it, Anthony. That would scare the shit out of me, to be honest. Right? You're like, you're just like, there's no sound on the outside. You can't see anything. And you're, I'm happy I got her. With Isn't that, that the worst, like, though? Have you ever done that? Shit, you ever seen like, somebody sneaking up behind you? I mean, Scoob's always got people walking fucking behind him. <laughs> but, he did it. <laughs> all right. So I feel like we've discussed a bunch of this film. Yes. Brody, like you guys all hit awesome points. Time to uh, see what's behind the curtain. Spread that, you spread are, that, uh, uh, them butt cheeks and see. That's right. Oh Kaylee, you're gonna do the honor. She's oh like, God. that's just what we say. <laughs> there shall be no butt cheek spreading. Uh, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't gonna go to spread the cheeks line this week, <laughs> but Bob went for it. So, listen, like, if I gotta get all. thrown off air, I guess I gotta get something to do it with. I, don't know. I mean, you know what? It was all right because at least. Like when when Mel came on, we got to talk about tentacle porn. So and uh, yeah, home too, so. yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I sent her home with some tentacles recently. Yeah, yeah. Bad dragons. We'll save that for a different time. Okay, okay. it could be nerd so, news. Behind... <laughs> it can be. <laughs> so behind the scenes, uh, we're gonna start off with a little bit about Julia Roberts and her love life. Uh, she and Kiefer Sutherland actually started dating during this film. 
Uh, they ended up engaged, but eventually Roberts called it off. And then she later married Lyle Lovett, which sounds like a superhero name, but like a douchey one, like yes. not a really cool one. Lyle Lovett. Yeah. Like the way he looks, like if he was a superhero, that'd be awesome. I don't think I, now I'm going to have to. Do but this. he would have like, like a weird ass suit. It would be like super spandexy. No, I want him to still be in his normal, like his normal, like suit in like bow tie or whatever or, no i think he i saw him in a bow tie once but like just his normal suits dude he's like super tall and gay like he's like what six super six? lanky yeah yeah super like lanky. super lanky he's like a ryan styles but skinny yes anthony the country singer right I, that, so all right I so like, maybe if, that's why <laughs> if sutherland and her hit it off off on the set i wonder who approached whom oh he approached her come on come on you think? But this is Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, this is right. right out of Lost Boys. Yeah, but he's a no. dude. But like, dude's... <laughs> she, but she's like stand by the, me. Don't forget, she's the, like the hot girl on the set. Like, I mean, Kevin Bacon was there too. Like, I mean, they're like the male attention. No, he he established some dominance. He approached her. Oh she's yeah, got them, she's got them flaming red locks, dude. Like, yeah, no Kevin Bacon's over there's here. There's no way they no. all were I'm not. Thinking, fucking... I'm thinking she approached him. I would like to think that because like everybody else was dogging on her, but he was the one that wasn't. And so, you know, could be wrong. Maybe they were just like rehearsing and they took it a little too far. Like, hey, you want to come run some lines in my trailer? And, you know, maybe it was mutual. Oops. That's what she said. Oops. She she tried out bacon and she's like, you know what? It's a little too fatty for me. I'm going to go something different. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin Bacon was too worried about I got to make a movie with worms in a couple of months. Yeah. All right. Well, we did talk a little bit about how they all took advantage of that training before the film. Uh, They also took advantage of Peter Filardi, which is a unfortunate last name. Uh, They took advantage of his research of public accounts from people who had near-death experiences. Mm -hmm. So almost all these victims reported a tunnel leading to a beautiful white light, uh, friendly voices, and people who had attempted suicide had troubled emotional painful near-death experiences so there was a whole lot that's very it's very sad but relevant to the to the content here um Kiefer sutherland i always try and say keither i don't i don't know why i can keither 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 uh describes this as the breakfast club dies and saint Mm -hmm. elmo's fire jokingly (laughs) in a fangora interview he's not wrong i can see that i can kind of see that which That's reminds cool. me, I need to get a Fangora subscription. Well, be- oh the yes, you do. Called it that the, though. The new wish was because they were calling them the Brat Pack of that time period of the early '90s. That everybody in this movie was the Brat Pack. Mm. I'd never yeah. seen yeah. this before. Seemed a little older though. They were. They were in their twenties, but this movie came out the year I was born. I was like four months old when this movie came out. So, dang. I mean. I'm maybe missing a little bit of that. Uh, but we almost saw Val Kilmer as Nelson Wright. So yep. he actually turned down the role. Uh, and Keith, Keith Ur, Keith Keith uh got the role instead. So they really wanted a like a platinum blonde man to be that role. I mean, huh. Val Kilmer was so hot, though, back in the day. Yeah, like, he, he, he was. was a handsome man. Yes. 
Uh, in later years, Joel Schumacher admitted that he felt he was the wrong director for Dying Young, which came out in 1991. Schumacher said that the only reason he did it was as a personal favor to Julia Roberts. See, everybody's doing nice stuff for her. She was approached. Um, as Ooh. he had loved working with her so much on Flatliners. I don't she know, was hot! She was, but I don't know about that, but she approached him to do that movie, so... I want Schumacher's apology for fucking Batman Forever and Well, Batman you're never going to get it because he's dead. <laughs> I don't care. Was you it written do, somewhere? Wait, 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 as long as it's written wait, somewhere, like it just wait, wait, was You there. do realize it actually was fault to make that movie that way, though? He didn't want to make it that way. Just saying. But he talked did. about it a But lot. he did. Because the studio's breathing down his neck. You could walk away. I mean... I mean, yeah, you can, but when they're... Giving you money, baby. You're waking away from millions. I'm telling you that right now. No, you're not. Sorry. You're getting poppy again, Bobby. Yeah. I, w- I would make a you're shitty movie for millions. Yeah, I would totally make a <laughs> shitty. Yeah, I've no. done shitty movies for no money. I would do a shitty movie for money. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, Julia Roberts, while we're still on her topic, uh, she said of her character, Dr. Rachel Manis, uh, the character in the film, she says... All five people in this movie have a different reason for wanting to do this. My character is almost obsessed with the idea of death and making sure that when you die, you're going to a good place. Moreover, she goes on about the film and says that everybody has experienced loss and wish that they could have done something or done something when they didn't get the chance to. And this movie is all about finding those opportunities, which feels very like true to the character as well. So maybe she found like a little bit of um, identification with that. Yeah, right. I can see that. Do I still sound floppy? Yes. No, no, you sound so much better. Okay. Yeah, you sound clean, homie. But uh, with what she said about the movie, that to me sounds perfect to the movie Mm -hmm. for all characters. Now you just got poppy again. Yeah. Fuck. Not even doing anything. Right. Now? Yes. No? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Friends of Pop. Dirty pop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't do it, Scoobs. We're gonna go the Must whole song. Be with this pop life, and when is it gonna fade out? No, that's actually three minutes on. Oh man. Uh, well, Keith Thutherland <laughs> said of Keith Thutherland said of his character Nelson Wright. My attraction to the character was that he had an incredible passion for what he did, for what he believed, and that kind of conviction is always a very appealing thing to play. So he likes playing assholes. I would feel I mean, like he's played them. Fun. He's played them three movies before. I feel yeah. like it would really be fun, honestly. Like if you can not get into the character in like a psycho style, like you know what I mean, like method like acting, a Jared like, Leto, Christian, yeah, Bale that's, kind a, of way. that's some like weird kind of shit. That's the way I want to get crazy. I know. No, I love like when I do my voice acting challenges on TikTok. I love playing crazy. There's no, voice acting yeah. challenges on TikTok? Yes, sir. Yes, there is. I've seen some of them. He does good. Very good. Huh. I haven't I'll seen take those. Your word for it. I don't have TikTok, dude. I don't do that shit. So I watch that shit like three weeks later on Instagram like an adult. <laughs> <laughs> like an adult. Uh, so Randy Steckel, who was played by Oliver Platt, uses his ever-present tape recorder to keep a self-serving chronicle of the experiment for his book about his life as a doctor. Platt said of his character... Steckle starts out as the naysayer, but then he becomes a real cheerleader, making lofty statements about the experiment being the conquest of our generation. Which, yeah. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, 100%. that's what happens. Okay. I thought it was funny when he was trying to like name his book and he was like, Genesis. <laughs> or this. Yeah, right. I kind of expected with a Genesis joke in the beginning that at the very, very end, he was going to rename the book into like Revelations or something. Oh and that was going to be the God. open be, and close. That'd be awesome. So Brody asked, like, what do we think his visions would be potentially and he did mention like what stealing a cheeseburger or something from his grandma from his 350 pound babysitter oh that's what that would have been a funny i want to see that horror nightmare dude like no i think he would have some seriously like i think his probably would have been the most fucked up i think that's why he wasn't volunteering to go i agree i think his shit would have been like would break him yeah yeah i feel like that would have been a different kind of rating actually if he did it he would have died Hmm. I think he would have died. Probably he would have if, if he would have been the character to die. And it was and anybody yeah. died in yeah. his. And it would either be suicide or it would be from his past. Because Bobby, you're again, like laggy and poppy now, homie. I can't even get away. Give us a refresh. Uh, a I'm sorry, refresh. Bobby. I'm sorry, Bobby. Because um, we love you, Bobby. Because we fucking love you. Right. We want the best quality of his voice coming through here. Um. All right. So. While we wait for Bob, what else we got? We got um, among the many sets constructed on the three sound stages at the Burbank Studios was the interior of the university's Taft Building, a huge elaborate structure that contained an ornate hallway and the dog lab in which five students conducted their experiments. Joel Schumacher, Jan DeBompt, and Eugenio Zanetti all created a gothically stylized atmosphere in the lab by incorporating ominous lighting beneath an iron grid floor, all to invoke images of the underworld, while angels and guardians above the columns suggest divine protection. So I dig it. It did yeah. definitely. It gave me Frankenstein vibes. Yeah. It did. It kind of so. like modern Frankenstein edition. A little bit. I agree with that. Bob, uh, how you sounded, buddy? I don't know. How do I sound? Oh, good so far. Ever. So promising. Cross our fingers here. I hate to be that person. We should probably cross it's, dicks too. It's gonna fuck up though. I'm telling you, if it did it once, it'll do it again. Okay, can you say as thick long as we don't me? say Mary Lou, we'll be fine. Thick. <laughs> See, I think we're right. <laughs> what you gotta thick. thick. It's nice there and you go. thick. Thick them. Why gotta be so thick them snackums, you know? It's thick and juicy. <laughs> Oh, oh shit. Kevin Bacon was cast as the idealistic yet pragmatic David Labraccio. Is that how he decided it was said? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who provides the voice of reason for the other experimenters and who tries to right an old wrong committed in his childhood. Joel Schumacher says Labraccio is the opposite of Nelson Wright. Thiefer Featherfun. As the movie progresses, <laughs> I had to try it. Um, everyone becomes dependent on Labraccio as a kind of center to hold them all together, especially Nelson. Um, I thought that Labraccio was going to have a touch of the divine. Personally, I thought that he was going to be the one that was always bringing people back. And that's why in the beginning, um, he was going to save the woman who was uh, had like the uterine bleeding. Uh, and why he touched the first one and like when nelson went under and he was the one that did cpr and brought him back and then i thought he was going to have like a touch of divine that's the atheist and uh i thought that makes sense no that'd be cool because then yeah yeah, then you'd like have like the fulfillment of like oh yeah i thought we were going to get more religious in here to be honest you know what you're i agree with you on that because i felt like at least with the atheist talk because they they hit it more than once 
Yeah. Like you thought it was going to come into play a little bit more. Yeah. Just but a little. I think if they had done the sequel, they probably could have dove into that a lot more instead of a remake. Hmm. So yeah, maybe... I, I also like the fact, I love the fact that this movie also didn't explain too much. It's kind of like death itself. It's all a mystery. We That's have no God given clue. Yep. I've never watched that. And that leads us to that something you guys mentioned earlier that there were a handful of films in this mini cycle of Hollywood pictures that included after death near life experiences. Um, so that includes Brainstorm in 1983, Ghost 1990, and Jacob's Ladder also in 1990. So you guys were ahead of the game on that one. Uh, Nicole Kidman was initially considered for the role of Rachel Manis. So either way, even if we didn't have the star-studded cast, mm. we were still going to have a star-studded but cast. what Val Kilmer and Nicole Kidman were supposed to be in this, they were in Batman. Joel, Joel Schumacher's Batman. You know? I mm. feel like I would have... Hmm. Now, they were all playing students, so I mean, they were all about the same age, but when we look at the actors' ages, Kevin Bacon is actually, like, considerably older than the rest of the cast. But I think well, yeah. But I think he actually kind of looks younger. Like, Yeah, he he does. They were also baby-faced, but I, I didn't think that he was that much older than everybody else. I mean, shit, how old was he in uh, OG Friday 13? I mean, that was fucking 1980. Yeah. Goodness. I mean, uh, he was probably what, 19, 20, maybe 21? I would say 21 has to be 21. Mm -hmm. So, shit, dude. Just, yeah. So, he, he's in his 30, 31, probably in this. The rest of them are probably mid 20s, maybe. Well, Julie so Roberts first, looked young as hell. So. Yeah. His first film was 1978. That was his film debut in National Lampoon's Animal House. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also featured Kiefer Sutherland and or Kiefer Sutherland's father, Donald Sutherland. Kevin Bacon was 22 in Friday the 13th. Thank you, Scuba. You so good. So he was. Oh my God. <laughs> that's one of the, that's like one of those claps at the restaurant where you're like, yeah, woo. <laughs> oh shit. Scoops is beating some ass right now. Uh, All right. Well, when Rachel is under and they're having trouble bringing her back, they switch from bagging her, which is the uh, the airbag, not teabagging. Um, and they have yes. to go to artificial respirations, which is mouth to mouth. So mouth to mouth resuscitation is also called rescue breathing, and it's only performed in emergencies with a when a lack of proper medical equipment exists. Using the manual ventilator is preferred method, so switching to mouth-to-mouth -mouth makes no sense in this situation. No. So I'm, again, questioning the medical advice here. This would be like trying to inflate an air mattress with a foot pump and then switching to your mouth because it wasn't inflating fast enough. Well, wait, wait. So, I'm, I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go with something here real quick. <clears throat> Maybe it's the fact that the character David loves her or likes her. You think? Maybe? No? Maybe. That, I'm also that's the only say, that's the only way it could go, I think. I'm just gonna sprinkle on the salt here of dramatic effect. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm going with. Too. They're like, oh no, you know, because obviously it's close to a kiss, kind of like a lover's embrace kind of thing. It's like the last frantic. Yeah. And if he would have been the touch of the divine, like my original theory, it could have been like a, a whole kissy situation. Right? And then they could have brought in, you got the touch, you got the power. You got the right touch. At the, right at the end and brought fucking Kiefer Sutherland back. Oh, yeah. God. His chest opens up and it's the matrix right? of fucking yes! <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, other stupid shit that involved uh, Kevin Bacon's actions. When 
Kiefer Sutherland is in the back of the truck, and I called this. So I'm glad it's on this list because I forgot to say it earlier. Oh my god! He's in the back of the truck with the ice pick. Um, oh. why did he break the window? It's got a can. He could have fucking walked around the back. What the like, fuck? Why? But why? Oh, not? I thought you were gonna bring up the whole like window broken and then all of a sudden fixed. No, nope. he put it up. What? <laughs> but it that's a good. Uh, he he broke up. the window. He, he, he smashed the window in, in. And then in the next yeah. scene, it was completely fixed. Oh, oh, I never. I but he could have just walked around to the back. The fucking flap was open. My wife says thank you guys for noticing that because she was bitching about that when we were watching last <laughs> night. She's like, "Why didn't he just fucking walk around? There's a fucking flap." I'm like, I right. don't know. It's his car. You well, think? And I remember seeing the flap earlier because when he apparently didn't know how to use stairs and had to repel out of his window when he got kicked out of school. Yeah. I'm like, why? First of all, why are we doing? You, he had like full repelling gear on and yeah, uh, went did. back to that cargo flap. And I was like, wait, didn't he have a flap? You know what? All right, it's your window. You got to replace it. I, um, I don't know why he has this vehicle? Yeah, this this looks like an old army vehicle. Like I'm hey. curious. <laughs> it's a real party now. Like I'm here. There Get you go. Get out of here and go to eat your Chick Fil A. <laughs> she wanted to tell you hi. Well, hi it, back. It's funny that he has an army vehicle, especially since he's like anti, uh, like anti nuclear, anti you know, really everything right. that's anti what Julia Roberts' father was. Like he's even got the bumper sticker. It says no nukes across the front. So she's trying to get to her father, but she's embracing the man that is everything her father isn't. So I thought that was kind of an interesting uh, development there. Um, This picture was nominated for an Oscar in 1991 or this picture got an Oscar. Oh, wait, let me let me read this. Hold on. I can read. My glasses are on. The picture got Oscar nominated in 1991 for an Academy Award in the category of Best Sound Effects Editing, but it lost to The Hunt for Red October. Ooh. And then the hot yeah. movie for 1991. So Joel, Schu- Joel Schumacher would later direct his this. What I suddenly lost the ability to read everybody. <laughs> Schumacher. She's turning Welcome into to, Bobby. You know, yeah, welcome to no, the club. You know it happens, honestly. I, I feel like that happens, too. Like, I'll read to a certain extent, and then I'm just like, all right, shit's not complete. Keith Sutherland, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Joel Schumacher, go, um, <laughs> would later direct this movie's producer, Michael Douglas, in Falling Down in 1983. Douglas does not perform any acting duties in this film. No, I was just a producer. Mm-hmm. Just threw money at it sure all right Making william baldwin money. and john duda were also in backdraft in 91 and in each film duda and duda a child actor played a younger version shown in a kind of flashback of one of baldwin's co-stars kevin bacon here and kurt russell in backdraft oh, oh. Mm. i like it yeah this is one of my favorite uh, notes that was actually in the uh, the document here is that Kiefer Sutherland and Oliver Platt would later appear together in the Three Musketeers as Athos and Porthos, respectively. Yeah, I, love I that. haven't watched that, love movie that movie since I've been a kid. I've actually Holy never seen shit. it. So. so now we just need like Robert or Robert Charlie Sheen to show up and uh, Charlie Sheen, yep, because he was Aramis in that film. So. I have to was go that, that was that ninety two? What year did you say it was? Uh, ninety four. Was that the same year as Hot Shots Part? Duh, or was that ninety five? Uh, I was in kindergarten. Sure. I was just born. All right, ninety three. So <laughs> quick sidebar. 
uh-huh. three three musketeers movie or man in the iron mask Never I, haven't, saw man I, in the iron I mask. haven't seen what? Um, three musketeers what no. what seen it, dude bro watch it okay well i'm obviously biased to like enjoy all uh three musketeer <laughs> films because one of my children is named after one of the musketeers yeah. yes, he um is. i loved man in the iron mask but i think that the three musketeers is not the same feel of a movie so no. i like them but for different, different uh, reasons. for different reasons like if good i want to feel good i will uh, three musketeers if i want a more serious than man in the iron mask good answer yeah so it was like Dude, it's been so long. It's probably been <laughs> oh, near 30 years since I've seen Three Musketeers. Jesus, fuck, dude. Never seen. So. Did it have Zorro vibes? I feel like it had Zorro vibes, dude, but I could be wrong. It, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's like sword that. fighting, but I mean, like, there was kind of like the, the, the tongue and cheek stuff a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. Like, I was throwing it. Okay. Yeah. But there was or a fourth the... one, right? D'Artagnan like is yeah, the. He's, D'Artagnan. He's the, yeah, he's the son of another musketeer, and he's the one that's like, we're following him. He's kind of the antagonist. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like the three musketeers are the older yeah. ones that are like mentoring him. Word. But um, they bring up in our notes here that lighting is a significant uh, predictor of what's about to happen in the scene. So we kind of touched on that as well. So a deep orange color is usually a sign of promise and positivity. Uh, blue is something bad is about to happen. So they definitely use some, oh, something bad is about to happen at Scuba's. Damn but it's it. also orange, so is it like promising but bad? Oh Ooh. shit! He's laying it on thick <laughs> over there. Oh my god! This is going to be a running thing, and I don't think I'm okay with it. Um... <laughs> I'm so sorry in advance. No, he's not. Uh, when David Labraccio, aka Kevin Bacon, went to visit Winnie Hicks, which was, you know, the time that some of us fell off. Uh, to atone for taunting her, he mentions that they both went to S.B. Butler School as kids to remind her who he was. Now, Peter Filardi included this as a nod to his hometown in southeastern Connecticut, where there is an, a real S.B. Butler Elementary School near Mystic, Connecticut. Oh, that's sick. So, yeah, and that was the uh, Peter Filardi... That was the uh, research for published accounts from people who had the near-death experiences. <laughs> All right. There were some thick experiences. It's very thick. <laughs> uh, Steckler is the only main character to never be flatlined and confronted with his past. We got that one. And then my final note for behind the scenes is on October 5th, 2015, a follow-up starring Elliot Page and Diego Luna was announced. Following the cast of Nina DeBrev, James Norton, and so Kiersey hot. Clemens. Kiefer Sutherland also appears in the remake, which I didn't know. I haven't seen the remake yet, so it's interesting to know that. Sutherland had originally announced that he was reprising his role as Nelson Wright, revealing that the new film could actually be a sequel rather than a remake. However, upon release, Sutherland's character is identified as Barry Wolfson. And a deleted scene indicates that Sutherland is, in fact, playing the same character, living under a new identity. Oh, aliases. Yeah. All right. Well, he laid it on thick there. Nice. Nice. My, All righty. You said that was the, hurting. There you go. Well, thank you very much for uh, mm-hmm. that's what reading she said. that. And <laughs> oh I wasn't going to go there. And also, thank you to the Chad Daddy 
for uh, throwing those notes out there. He, uh, yes. He was going to do a video. Unfortunately, some shit happened. Um, so, but he did give us a rating, and I did want to mention that now so I can throw that in there. But Chad Daddy rated this a 3.75. So we're going to throw that in there. But we're thinking about him. All right. Now we are done with that. So on to the main questions. What format was this watched on, gang? Peacock. Uh, Amazon Prime. Prime. I rented right. it on Prime. There you go. I had, I went Voodoo Channel. All right. Nice. Uh, so it wasn't on demand for anybody? Not for, for once it wasn't. For once it wasn't on demand for Bobby. Why wait, mean, wait, does Peacock count as on demand? Actually, yes, because you could get it from there. So well, that's where I watched it. I watched well, it. I was, I was, at, I was at my girlfriend. On demand. She, she doesn't have on demand, so I had to watch it on Prime. <laughs> mm. All Don't right, worry, so... I'll, I'll have on demand next week. Oh, okay. Douche of the film, Nelson. 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 Even though he, I like his character. He, he's the douche of the whole crew. You know, no. You know was... what? Nope. I'm wrong. I'm disagreeing. Joe. It's Joe, Joe? Early. Joe yeah. Early. Once I thought about it, Joe is the douche of the film. He was the one that was he's recording like, all the women. Yep. And he's oh, an yeah, adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an okay, adult. Yeah, yeah, he knows yeah, what yeah. he's doing. Yeah, you're right. You're Keith right. Sutherland shit. That was a kid. Even yeah. you said you guys said it earlier. Yeah, you're right. You're accident. right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. No. This I'll, asshole, yeah. dude. Like, nah, man. I it's agree one with, thing no, if you talk to him into it and they're into it, and then that way you can obviously get way better camera angles than just seeing your back the whole fucking time. But right. you know something? I agree. Uh, but yeah, dude, just Creepmaster five thousand is gonna have to go to Mister Baldwin. Yeah, pretty much, dude. Like, so Joe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I Billy. I, I was thinking about it at first, but I was like, no, dude, he's instantaneous douchebag. <laughs> All right. So favorite kill. Billy. I don't... Champ. Billy. I'm totally Jesus. kidding. The dog. No, that's terrible. But the dog didn't die. Didn't they have a brace? No, it's it, all uh, over. No, it, well, I mean, it, it's it not can't... alive anymore. Well, anymore. No. Yeah, but no, no. The movie dog... dog that you watch. Billy. Alive Billy's the only death in the fucking yeah, movie. Uh, the, her dad dies. Her dad kills her. Oh, yeah, her dad kills kills her. Heroin overdose. Mm. I mean, technically, shot himself. Oh, wait, no, he did. That's right. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm Billy because Billy's was more, I think, was more tragic because it's an eight-year-old kid that fell out of a fucking tree yeah, and died. Bill, yeah. Just okay, but there the was that side. moment when they're, like, falling, and it's, like, transforming into the older version that was just so cheesy. Yes, where it was, like, thank you. the wind and, like, the, I'm falling. Thank you. I That, yeah. That it took me out rough. of that moment. That was pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Um... <clears throat> All right, so yeah, I don't know. I guess it's 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 Billy. I guess yeah, it has we got, to be. Not, we got it has nothing to be. else. It's got to be <laughs> the old lady that we didn't see die, but she just did anyways. She <laughs> did she get her wish? I don't know. Did she want? No, she didn't want it. All right, um, best scene. Hmm. Best scene. I have a few. I I think my favorite scene, like visually and development wise, is when uh Kevin Bacon and Keither Keither Sutherland are sitting on the back <laughs> of the truck. Um, and he starts to say, like, well, I can hear these things, and then Ooh. I can hear the hum. And then you have these, I mean, I can't remember Ooh. what style they were, almost like Kabuki like the demon pictures and shit. Pictures. Like that, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And then the yeah. and then the dog comes up. And that kind of like just set up like I was like, oh, shit's happening. Okay, cool. Like that was a moment where I was oh. like, okay, I'm in. 
I'm glad you brought that up. I actually mm-hmm. kind of forgot about that scene, but that was a cool scene because it was very like visually. That's striking. where it started getting a little bit trippy, and I really wish they stuck mm-hmm. more with that. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, Ooh, I might have to agree with that because I do agree with that. But the, oh, oh man, that's going titties. Titties. Ah. I mean, can I say okay? So side note on that scene, dude. <laughs> there were some nice ones. I, Bobby doesn't have any. Yours are. Yeah. Kaylee, do you have any young ones? Oh, I thought you were asking about titties. I was like, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> I do too. Sorry. I mean, mm, yes. Yeah, sick. Yes, I, do. I don't. I have the yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Show me them, you thick them, snack them. Bobby, I touched your titties. So, no. He did touch me, but they're not titties, though. They're yeah, really I do. Titties. Okay. So, I got an eight year old, and she always, she doesn't like to stay in her bed, obviously. She always like to pop yeah. out. Yeah. And, like, any scene in this fucking movie, she, she could have came out, and it would have been like, I probably would have left it playing. She yeah. came right out when Billy Baldwin was <laughs> banging that chick. And then my mm-hmm. wife was like, let me pause it. I'm like, no, because then she walks in, now the chick's like, oh, <laughs> off to the side. And I was just like, oh my God, dude. Like, it's gotta be Daddy, sex positive, that? okay? <laughs> uh, I just didn't feel like having that conversation last night, man. I just wanted to watch the movie. <laughs> get you know, my, my oldest son, we had the sex talk and the Santa's not real talk at the same time. So, you know what? It could have been, yeah. Wow. Okay, that, that second talk did not have to happen. <laughs> what? What came first? Um, it started with I'm trying to remember because I we were telling Man, like he knew that I was pregnant. Is, like if sex happened, it was I, it was it was a whole it was a whole conversation of like having he was about to have a baby brother and my oh, you know okay. my kids are like you know about ten years apart because I like upgraded husbands and decided to have another baby and so i you know we just had to have this whole conversation it was just like look man if you're gonna be part of the adult conspiracy there's shit you gotta know and um it just it was very like do you have questions do you have questions and so it just kept evolving into the next conversation i'm like mom of the year over here santa's not real and this is how it works i feel how old was he at the time 10 uh he was like he would have been nine yeah, like like eight. Not that uh, I like condone this by any means whatsoever, and obviously this is a joke for anybody who's mm-hmm. listening. But I feel like that little dude needed a cigarette after that talk. Like, he just <laughs> yeah. needed to sit down yeah. on a porch a swing. Drink. Yep, he needed to sit down on a porch swing with some whiskey and a cigarette, and just needed some alone time. See, like, that's that's and some Pedialyte yeah. yeah. chasers and some Pedialyte. It all came full circle. That's that's <laughs> when he became a man. That day, at nine years old. It's I can just when he had sex. It's. When I just feel like that little dude was just like he wasn't even looking at you guys. He's just looking at the ground with his like hands. He was in the backseat of the like, car. I didn't want to have that conversation. Oh, it wasn't. Even, oh, that's. Oh wow. my god! So it's we, weird you to kid. <laughs> oh, we, we, we've had further conversations since then, but that was just kind of the. I think he was asking because, like, I mean, at that point, I was like pregnant, pregnant, and I was like, "Well, do you like know how that happens?" Like, I don't know. Yeah, he thought right. the baby popped out of my belly button at that point, so we had to have a real conversation about no, no, it's it not a giant. Right. Zit that I'm just gonna push through my belly button. So, yeah. God, imagine if that was the uh, way that. <laughs> What's going on, champagne sauce? How's it going? Oh, Doctor Doctor Pimple Popper would be a whole yeah, different right? world. Oh, yeah, no, shit, no. yeah it would. Jesus Christ. I hate uh, uh, so, so, all right, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with her as well. Favorite scene. There's a lot. Yeah, of dude, that alley scene was trippy. It, as it, it was hard trippy, to choose but one. It's I like I like the Billy Baldwin going through all the. The, the fucking girls and yeah. all the curviness and that all that really thicket. Good. Wait, wait, like when he was dying? Yeah. Or the, the titty scene that he had. 
All them thick titties in there. When he okay. was dying. When yeah, he when he was dying. dying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just trying to. I thought you meant when the women were talking to him. I was like, oh, that was really cool. No, that's oh. cool. But no, I'm oh, going titties. with the ones that showed the... titties. Yeah. I, I did like the, t- I liked almost towards the Zen freak out of like when he really started noticing the, like all the TVs. Oh, Chad, Chad Daddy, Daddy in the chat, baby. He's a little late, but he's here. It's okay. We saved him a drink. And we already said your score, buddy. So you're yeah, out there buddy. hanging in the breeze. Um, all right, so I think we all finally got best scene out of the way. Yes. Did the opening scene hook you in? Yes. Yeah, I was kind of interested. Yeah. Interesting. Just walk it in Absolutely. with the quote, a good day, today's a good day to die. And then that somebody's the almost cheesy fucking shit. dying. It is it cheesy, looked, but I, it was kind of It looked like the intro to CSI or something, like standing it by the did. water. Like, oh, like, I'll like. Sunglasses. Where, where do you think CSI got the inspiration from? I mean, it's very likely. It uh, probably no, is. It, it, felt, it felt a little, uh, felt a little Jeez, cheesy huh? for me. And That's I also, right. that set up the whole, I thought this was going to be more religious because we were showing mm. like these religious pieces. We showed a, yeah. the word religion in the beginning that was carved into the stone. Um. I think it kind of set me up for a different, a uh, different uh, flavor of film, but nah. I, you know what? I'm in the same basket with you because even like Brody said, like he he mentioned the uh, final destination. I was mm-hmm. almost kind of wondering if it was like that too. Like either they were going to be addicted to dying, or like they did it and then like they could see death in itself somehow, mm-hmm. where could potentially really uh, go into the religious side of it. But yeah, yeah, with all the imagery right off the bat, you. I mean, I guess it's a good, uh, what do you want to say, distraction or mm-hmm. red herring? But the red herring. That's right. Red herring. Steve, you look like you're deep in thought, sir. I'm just staring at all you beautiful bastards. Uh, did you say opening scene? Oh, I said yeah. Okay. I just wanted to. I don't want. I just. I don't want to skip over you. Homie. No, no, no. Oh, I would never let you skip over me. That's right. <laughs> That's all right. So <laughs> this is gonna be a tough one. Maybe it's not because I feel like it's a tie in my head. Most attractive character: Julia Oliver Roberts Platt. and Kevin. Kevin Bacon. Bacon. All right, there you go. Yep, I was gonna say those two right there. It's yeah. Well, damn it, Kiefer Sutherland too. No, I mean, Kevin Bacon over Keith Sutherland. Sorry. Yeah. And Oliver Platt. Uh, that that was, was very. Handsome. You know what? I can, he was very I, handsome in this movie. I, would, I, I like his hair in this movie. I need a snuggle buddy, and he looks like he would give very uh good snuggles. Like I could cry to him while eating Chinese food. Like that's attractive to me. And he would be like this. It's okay. How's the low man? Right. And not yeah. trying to put the move. Yeah. Not trying to put the moves on you exactly. either. Exactly. He seemed like the type of dude that was a genuine dude. Mm-hmm. Unless he's the guy from he's Lake Placid who... trying to get the deputy to sleep with him. That's a different story. <laughs> that's a totally different character. Yes. Still cool. Yes. Exactly. Uh, still a man. Yeah, but Julia Roberts. Oh, Julia Roberts, Julia Roberts yeah. top. Yeah. Julia Roberts gets top for me on that because mm-hmm. goddamn, she was fucking gorgeous. Don't right, even right, see your right. face, dude. Just show me the hair. Yes, okay, dude. All right, real, all right. So I'm about to have a very unpopular opinion right now. Oh, I, what? I do. I do agree. She is a, a beautiful lady. Am I gonna have to I, show I, him I, off? But no, but I gotta. I, I, I gotta <laughs> say, for me, maybe my, she just don't do it for me. Yeah, but okay, that's fine. That's fine. You're young. I, but, you're young. No, and you just no. don't know a lot of she, things in life yet. So it's she I'm has just, like a very like elfish face or like elven like, and features. that's fine. Yes. And, yeah. Soft. Yeah. I, I, I love her smile. No. I fucking just oh, Julia '90s Julia Roberts. Oh, just, I mean, I just give me just give me Hooker Julia Roberts. Honestly, like that's <laughs> all I really. <laughs> no. 
No. Nah. I like like the wholesome Julia Roberts. If I want slutty, give me Emma Roberts. All day, every day. Wait, has she done Skanky? She's done Skanky. Oh, yeah. Wait, this is... Emma Roberts is uh her niece. Her niece. Oh, her niece. No, no, no. No, that's Emma uh Watson. Watson. Oh, sorry, wrong Emma. Uh, did you watch American Horror Story? She was like the bitchy uh rich one in Coven. She played. I did not watch Scream Queens. Um, she was in Scream Four. Didn't watch that. She was also (laughs) Nancy Drew, but that's not slutty version. Damn it! Now I gotta look this. I I probably have seen her in something, but maybe not. All right, I'll look that up in a second. Where are we at? Score. I don't remember it. <laughs> it wasn't a I'm memorable say it score. Worked, though. But yeah, but, I, yeah. But I will say I did appreciate that they did not throw in like random pop songs that had one word to do with the scene. Like I feel like sometimes oh, a score, yeah. a score can be a great score even if it's not memorable. Like if it helped you build that tension. Like yeah. you may not remember the hook. You may not remember like oh the tune went like. But if if you felt like that scene was built and it wasn't distracting, like maybe that's a good score too. Yeah, I mean it set the mood. Not saying it did yeah. set the mood. It, it fit set the, the mood, mood. Mm-hmm. not memorable, yeah. but for the movie, it, it was good. That yeah. 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 All right, best song. Was there? Any? I don't remember. I don't remember any. there being one. No. Mm-mm. Okay. So. There was a song playing when they were ha- like having the Halloween party outside, but I I didn't know what it was. No, I couldn't make out really lyrics to it. I I feel like I knew the song, but I don't remember what it was now. I'll you know, I'll look it up later. Did anybody say what the fuck was up with the fire behind the building? That's what made me think that there was some dystopian stuff going on that they keep like referencing and like we don't ever really Wait, get to be- go out and about. Behind the building? Yeah, the during the Halloween the during the Halloween party. There's a bonfire in front of the building, and right. then behind the building, there's this huge fucking fire that looks the crow, like... baby. It's Devil's Night. It's what it looked like, like fucking Devil's crow. Night. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. Fire-ita, where? Wait, fire-ita. where was this? It? Where was this located? Was this Chicago? Chicago. Uh-huh. Isn't that Crow? Is, Is it? it? I don't remember. I am not a Crow buff by any Neither means. Neither am I. So... Is, 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 does this take place in the Crow universe? It could. Oh baby. Hmm. Mm. I still want him to be more addicted to dying. Yeah. I have been a I cool know, concept. I just think like I don't know why, dude. Like just cause like dude, like, you know, the whole like dare scene and everything in the nineties and shit, dude, with like crazy yeah. drug shit. And but like know. the like, more that they die, the more that they kept doing it, the more real that their fears or whatever kept coming to life. The more right. and more like, you know, every time you went under, something else worse would just come and keep coming and keep coming. Right. Hmm. I know, man. We. They, I mean, if they really wanted to remake this, they could definitely go with some fucked up shit with, like, weird guilt stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. All right. Um, okay. So, favorite character of this movie? Nelson for me. Nelson? Champ. The crow was in De- Detroit, FYI. That's what I thought. I don't want to say it and sound stupid. Damn That's it. That's what I thought it was. Damn it. All right. I, I liked Billy because he was a little badass ghost. I liked, I liked Winnie because when she popped out with all those insults, I was like, I'm going to look up that whole list and I'm going to call those guys every <laughs> single name on that, that list. That was good. 
My wife, like, yeah, that was my good. Wife noticed, it just she said kept that, going. She probably had a really good time with that scene. <laughs> Especially I, like what, like eight years old? Ooh, I get to say what? I now, get to call you an you ass looking son of a bitch. Or do you think they actually wrote it out for her? That had to be written out. There's no way that's ad-libbed. How do you know? Be like, yo, man, let's I, see what you got. I don't know, man. Some, just kids, fucking, like, some kids got it in there, man. Yeah, they, they do. do, and some they of them do. need to be smacked hard when they do. See, sometimes. that's what I'm right there, Bob. Look that at Kaylee. Angry. Look at Kaylee. Yeah, <laughs> some kids do. So I got to I got to text Uncle Scuba over there because my four year old just started pre K, and we told her we told the teacher like, hey, he's got a speech delay. Like, you know, he may not have like a ton of words for you. Uh, he'll be really excited. Okay. Um, so apparently he didn't want to listen to the Wiggles or whatever the fuck they were uh, listening to that day. <laughs> And stomped his feet, went to the corner and yelled at his teacher, what the fuck? And <laughs> she got at least three solid words that day. So I'm like, great. And that was after he kept yelling it when I was streaming with Scuba on the Recycled Corn podcast. He kept coming up to my microphone going, mommy, 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 what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Stop it. But see, that's adorable. <laughs> Scuba was just like. But then, so I guess she, I guess she talked him down and she's like, okay, listen, okay, listen, we don't say fuck. We say goodness. No. So now whenever he walks around the house and he's going, goodness, no, I know what he's saying. I know, <laughs> I know what <laughs> But he That's just whispered, hilarious. he'll whisper it to himself. He'll be like, we don't say fuck. We say goodness. No. <laughs> so, that just, just doesn't look. really have quite the. No, nah, it, it doesn't have the fuck bite. Right, yeah, <laughs> you just need that little... Mm. It doesn't have the thick to it, you know? There you go. I mean, it doesn't have that thick. It came back full circle. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have a I'll just something. give him some Pedialyte. He'll be fine. Yeah. So, next thing he'll be going like this. What the fuck? <laughs> I think favorite character for me, I'm going to go with Randy. I feel like that's just... I'm, I'd be Randy. I'd be like, I'm not doing this shit. I'll watch you guys. I'll help you out, but now nah, I'm good. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. if I was like if everybody say, wants to get shit faced, I'm just gonna sit back and smoke a blunt. Like I'm cool. nah, like, see if I say <laughs> Nelson because I guarantee you if someone said you can do this and we can bring you back, I'd be like, yo, sign me up. Yeah, I would see, I'm just like, like nah, I'm good, dude. I'm good. I don't need to test them, I don't need to test that water. Yeah, I I think Nelson was probably like the one I was most like interested in. I just I didn't like his development like at the end of the story. So I'll I'll go with Nelson just because like he was very tenacious. Um and yeah, it's just interesting, but all yeah. right. okay. Better okay. the cadaver. You see, like full. Like, I mean, like almost full dick on that cadaver in the beginning. You know, the one stuck the, is that the one where he stuck the shit in his foot? Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, identify this," and she's like, "Your brain." <laughs> yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Not wrong. Um, Scoob and you, yours was uh Nelson as well, or no? No favorite character. Yes, Billy. Billy, that's right. Yeah, he said that. Yeah, Ghost, Ghost Billy. Billy. All right. So, was it scary? No, no. no. Very no. Ten- can be tense though. It had potential, but no. I remember it being scary watching it the first time. You were a child. Not scary. Unsettling. More. Yeah, unsettling I, would, scary. I would still say it's like yeah. the whole death thing. You know what I mean? That is what. Yeah. Was scary to me as a child. It's very, it, that's fair. It's, I would, I would yeah. say it's a very unsettling movie. So yes. No. Hmm. All right. So does it hold up today? I say yes. I think so. I don't see why not. I mean, the characters 
are still people we see today, you know? Yeah, they're still uh, real. It's uh I mean it's clean shot movie and everything. The actors yeah. are great. So yeah, I would say yes. Kaylee? Yeah, I, I agree. I think it um it was entertaining to watch. It's obviously a little dated, but like yes, yeah, I think it pretty much holds up. All right. Acting? Oh dude, top notch. Superb. Top notch. Yeah. Can't say oh, anything yeah. bad there. Cinematography. I mean, I feel like we've hit a lot on this already yeah. throughout the podcast, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was damn good. Lighting was yeah. excellent. Creep I think there were some really cool shots like with the when they were working on the cadavers and everything rather than mm. having it like up in your face and it was like that overhead shot where you saw all the bodies out on display like I think there were some really smart like cool choices that were made. Yeah. They remind me of the um I don't know if there's actually a technical word for it but like the surgery rooms like when they they usually like we mm-hmm. can actually watch them or observe them over the, the theaters. Top. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All I could think of is uh Seinfeld of Kramer dropping in the fucking uh, the bonbon <laughs> or what was it? No, the junior bonbon. Junior, Junior Mint. Mint. That's what I was thinking. All right. Uh, and premise. Yeah. Premise yeah. is cool. I, I enjoyed it. it. Yeah. Like I said, I would have tweaked it a little bit more, maybe more like a drug or something like that. But all in all, the idea of trying to experience death just to see what the hell it is, I like it. I like this... it for a rough draft. Yeah. I think it could have been uh, improved upon. So, well, it's funny you say that. So our next question is recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot? Rewind. I'm going to remake it. I would sequel it. Nope, I'm going to remake it. Although, even at remaking it, I feel like I would tweak enough shit where it probably wouldn't be even a remake anymore. Or that'd be the right way to do it. I don't know. What was Evil Dead for 2013? Was that reboot or remake? The reboot. It was a reboot. Well... It's technically a remake. It's technically a remake until you see the end credit scene. And then it's a reboot. And then it's a reboot. For me, rewind and make a proper sequel. Bobby, you're getting off track. You can, homie. uh, Sorry, bud. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) I know you're fine, dude. I just want to let you know. The popping is thick. Yeah. I would uh I would re- I want to redo this with like with my ideas. I want to make uh I want to so that would be reboot just start it all over with the premise, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would want to do. Honestly, yeah. it'd be cool to start, especially cuz like if the way you want to reboot it and the few different ideas you threw out like mm-hmm. that would be a really good twist on something that like especially if you did make it about god or paranormal mm-hmm. or whatever. Like because everybody would be expecting to, oh, it's just in their heads. It's like, nah, bitches, not this time. Nah, it's actual fucky shit. <laughs> yeah, especially if you did like kind of like a cabin at the or a cabin in the woods kind of reveal at the end where you've got like the old gods and everything, like with the the Greek and then the real god and the this and the that. And, you know, that and at the very cool. end, like just cool. have like Cerberus like lurking in the corner or something, and you're like, oh shit, wait, like an easily identifiable Greek. Dude, Nod. I can't take Cerberus serious anymore because we got my <gasps> only reason. Listen, no, 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 you'll understand. We got my daughter at Monster Mania a Cerberus stuffy, mm-hmm. and it's a squish. Of, it's not a squish mellow. It's a squish of bull, which is also a brand, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, things like a weird, like a solid ball, and it's got three little the three little dog heads on it. But then the one on the way over on the side has got his tongue hanging out, like all doopy. Oh, and yeah, it's like the cutest thing ever, and I'm just like. 
I've never seen Cerberus like this, but I don't feel like I can ever unsee it. <laughs> I need a I need a third dog so I can have a little Cerberus effect here in the house. So if you guys can help me convince Anthony, there's a dog I want to adopt right now. Um, and then I could have three. And I could have a little Cerberus. Yeah. Do you have the room for three dogs? Yes. Yes. Do you? Okay. Yes, yep. she does. Let her buy the dog, Anthony. It's not it's even buy, it's a dog. Oh, we'll let her get the free whatever. Just get the dog. It's never free though. That's it's true. true. That's true. There's time to clean up poop. There's things. There's I have a 13 bills. year old. He cleans up poop sometimes. So Anthony said reboot it. He's Anthony says no. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony said reboot it as an A24 movie or Bloomhouse. And I would say no. Isn't uh, Bloomhouse A24? No. I do not like A24. Neither do dude. I. Neither do I. I am not artsy enough for that shit. <laughs> uh, I still say sequel. I would like to see that? him go. I'd still love to see him go deep in a sequel, not reboot. That's just me. Because I, I feel I, this movie, again, for me, didn't explain so much. Now get the sequel to go deep into it. But yeah, and they could do the sequel to where it's like a drug now that has, you know, that they have to keep do or they want to keep doing it, keep doing it and pushing it and pushing it further. But to keep the original there, I mean, the re they already remade it and the remake was fucking caca. Mm hmm. I mean, I'll, I'm going to kind of back Anthony up on the A24, though, like Hereditary, Midsummer, like if you've got like a like kind of yeah. like artsy for for my remake, the one that I make, A24 can be a part of it. I want to be in that remake. OK, <laughs> just kill me off in the first I scene. Hate, I don't I, have to I, be I in just, very you much. Can be I, the just cadaver. I just want to be there. OK, I'm just happy to be there. <laughs> That's awesome. Um. And Chad Daddy, to answer your question, yes, I also thought the King Ghidorah thing. I'll show you guys a picture. Of it. All right, so we're going to rate this biatch. So between Brody and Chad Daddy, we are up to an 8.15. So Kaylee, out of five, what would you rate this? I'm going to go four. I think there could be a little bit of improvement, but overall, I enjoyed the premise. I enjoyed the background and uh, the thoughts that kind of went with it. So we'll just All right. stick with Solid four. four. All right. Bobby. Uh, I actually said this last night after I watched it. I still think improvements could be made, but there's not a shit ton. So I actually went with 4.5. Oh, man. Well, higher than Brody. I did. All right. Scuba Steve. And I also agree with Bobby. There's a lot in this movie that I love. And I don't, while there could be some slight improvements, I I, I love the movie. So I give it a 4.5. 4.5. And once again, man, even still discussing this, this movie was kind of mid for me. Kaylee opened up a lot more shit that even I would have never fucking tapped on for sure with the history lesson. So once again, thank you for all that. Um, but still just watching it as a movie, just like thinking about, I was just ready for it to be over. And like I said, the third act for me, even though it's like, they tried to put in like exciting, like pacing music and shit like that. They weren't really running to anything exciting. Anything happened. They're still just like walking at a mild pace to their buddy dying. Um, and even the guilt, I don't know. Like once, once we learned Kevin Bacon's guilt thing, I kind of lost it for me. All inside, acting is great. Cinematography is great. So for me, I'm going to say a solid three. I feel like right in the middle is good enough. Fair enough. I'm sorry. You guys can hate me. That's fine. 
All right. So you're allowed to be wrong. You're allowed to be wrong. It's okay. I don't care. It happens. It happens. <laughs> I know my wife sides with me, so that's all that's good enough for me. Because we both were we both got done with it. We looked at it. We're like, that movie fucking sucked. Let's go to bed. <laughs> um all right. So we're gonna divide that by six, which gives 1990 flatliners a 4.0. Nice. Yep. So there you go. All righty. So Next week is our last psychological pick for the month. And that goes to our beloved Bobby Amone. So, Bobby, what are we watching next week, buddy? We're going to watch the movie Devil from 2010. Yeah. Woo-hoo. 2010? That's already that, that old? Sure, I'm pretty sure it's 2010. Let me triple check I thought that. it was like 2017. Am I that? No, that's right. Wow. I, saw it, yeah. I saw it in theaters. Yeah. I was going to say, I, really? I didn't see it in theaters. But oh, I shit. It is I, 2010. Oh, I, I watched it probably just after, like, when it started coming on DVD. Bobby, you just aged me like 10 years, homie. Like, wow. Oh, my God. Oh. Stop your nonsense. Oh, my I think God. I saw it at a dollar theater. So maybe it was like right at, like, you know, 2011. But uh, yeah, we saw it in theaters before I moved to Texas. And that was. No shit. I think yeah I think you guys are gonna like it because it is it's a little more straightforward but again it's the matter of all these people are here for a reason and you find out what those reasons are it's pretty it gets pretty messed up devil 2010 you can find it on what the hell is that I don't even know you can find it on demand not a problem (laughs) just saying in that nice thick collection they got what is (laughs) I-Q-I-Y-I whatever the hell that is it's on that On what? Q-I-Y? Q-I-Y? I've never even seen this. It pops up on Google when I looked up for who's playing the movie. Is it saying that there's hot singles near you? Like, don't click that. No, it's like so. <laughs> if I it says right. there's MILFs. Oh, wow, there is. Q-I-Y with so watch now with subscription. I-Q-I-Y-I. What the hell is this? Is this like some new YouTube bullet? It's another streaming shit. Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> you can bad. find it on demand next week for those of you who have it, too. Well, we don't Just have magic on demand. So I do. I do. Oh I'm shit. Excited. You don't have to log in or nothing. It just fucking plays, John. I noticed that. That was pretty cool. Q I Y Y. No, it's I Q I Q I Y I. Oh, is there a second I? Yeah, it yeah. should pop right up if you type in devil movie. It's like the first thing under watch movie. Okay. Hmm. Nice. Sweetness. It's on everything else too, though. Yeah, IQ weird. It's a new one. I wonder if that just popped out. Oh, yeah. All righty. So 2010's Devil next week. All right. It's time to get nerdy. If we got anything nerdy, I got I a got little breaking snippet. news. I have breaking news. Breaking news. All right. Breaking Scuba, news. take it. The new Batman animated series that is Woo! debuting on HBO Max brought to you by J.J. Abrams and Tim and Bruce Tim has been canceled. Fuck, uh, dude! What is Warner Brothers doing? They, they fucking canceled, canceled the Cape Crusader series. Something's dude, they need to release right. Batgirl. I don't give a shit. Like, if it doesn't fit in anything, like, just release it, dude. Give me Fraser. Give me Keaton. Like, you film them. Oh, fuck off, dude. Well, yeah, it. what's up with Warner Brothers canceling all this shit? It's bullshit. Um, not right. On. Good news, or I guess, well, I get for some people, for me at least, uh, <laughs> some people might not, in horror news at least, tomorrow we get the trailer for Terrifier 2. Yeah, buddy. I'm <laughs> stoked. 
I am so fucking stoked. I loved the first movie. I didn't get to review it on this podcast. That was before I was brought on. Um, I was sad about that, but I loved it, dude. I know I loved some art. people. I loved art in All Hallows Eve. Yeah, he yes. was great. Yes. So yes. It's funny you brought that up because I was actually thinking about it today, and I feel like we need to have more anthology movies. And I think that was going to be one I was thinking. I I don't know why I was thinking because well, you guys know I was doing like what we can do for some themes, and mm-hmm. I was trying to go with like cartoon. But then another one popped in that I didn't type in was anthology movies, and we have done a few. Well, we've never done like some of the granddaddies, dude. Like we never did Twilight Zone. I feel that's like come on, dude. Like have they done? Have have we done Creep Show? We did Creep Show. Creep Two? Show. We did. We did not yeah. do this. No, we didn't. Did we do, do the second, second one? one? No, we we did not. I'm pretty sure. I, we did. And I like the second one better than the first one. The second one's a Wait great a fucking we might movie. Have, I feel. Did like we? I don't remember if we did. I don't think so. I can't remember 200 episodes. I can't. Chad, 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 did we do Chad? Chad, did we do Creep Show too? Can you type if we have or not? He would know, wouldn't he? Chad, that he that he is the Dark Lord of Knowledge. That he he would. <laughs> All right. So, but yes terrifier tomorrow they got a little snippet of the trailer today but if you're gonna watch the trailer there's no reason to it's art doing art things that's all you need to do uh i loved it though that movie was so fucked i'm very interested to see where they're gonna go with it because the first one was just yeah so off the wall and just like under the radar at first and then everybody's like you gotta fucking see this movie it's like and a lot of people hated it a lot of people that are like they thought it copied too much. I was like, nah, man, it felt like it was more of a love letter to me. And it was fucking I, yeah. brutal. I love so brutal so much. And then there's people that don't even know that he's in All Hallows Eve. They don't know that. Yeah. That. Which yeah, he's so. fucked in that, dude. Like, I love that because he's more like demonic, even in that. Yeah. Movie. Like, not that he's not in Terrifier, the first one, obviously, but I'm very excited for the second one. Dude. Yeah. I'm, oh, yes. Been waiting for it for so fucking long. Is there anything else nerdy to talk about? Uh, I have something. Uh, Oh, go ahead. Uh, Kaylee, no, you, you started talking, please. Um, So I just want to let you guys know that my nerd news is yesterday's news, but it gets transferred to today because instead of watching this thing, I watched Flatliners instead is House of Dragon because I'm hearing that House ah, of Dragon is amazing. Really Ever, I haven't seen like, it yet. We were talking about like, you know, it's just like love letters. And, and like, I've just heard that it is like, potentially going to be the redemption of game of thrones and that was my plan and then scuba was like hey friend do you want to do goran more i was like yeah 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 of course and then I'm like oh i was gonna watch house of dragon with my free time i'll watch kevin bacon instead so that's my only my only news well thank you for that mm-hmm. yes thank you very much and i hope but i have heard it's dope to, yeah the commercials make it look cool i never got into yeah. game of thrones but dude i do like yeah, i never got into game of thrones either i it's really hard for me to get into shows. I don't. I have no time to sit here and watch. I did not start anymore. watching Game of Thrones until season four. So right I... before, right before season four was about to debut, I binge watched the first three seasons mm-hmm. only because everybody was all up on Game of Thrones. I'm like, I'm not. No, it's not the kind of show that I like. And I watched it. And I was like, Oh my god, this is fucking amazing! And I even found the complete season five. I think it was mm-hmm. fucking Blu-ray set. Sitting on a fucking trash can when I was pumping gas. What? Somebody, I guess somebody was cleaning their car out, stuck it there to fucking, and left it. And so I have, I was like, yeah, I'm taking this. This is mine now. I uh, I found out I was pregnant the day of the final season started. And Anthony and I used to like make drinks. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And uh, we went and bought all this booze. We were ready. We had our snacks. We had everything. And I took a pregnancy test. And I surprised Anthony. I was like, let's, we're going to play Game of game of thrones trivia real fast hold on and i got a video of it and i was like who's gonna be the one on the throne who's gonna do this who's gonna produce an heir and i held up kaylee and anthony on my side because you know we were about to make a baby and he didn't get it and so then i had to explain it and then uh i couldn't drink that night so <laughs> all that booze all of Damn. it so i'm excited i get to do boozy stuff with game of thrones again yeah there you go nice how did you feel about season seven? I know that was supposed to be the poop town, right? That was the last one. Listen, her look says it all. I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm only asking because I don't know. That's that's yeah. Yeah, we she can took talk about the it. Glasses off. She I know she did. Dude. She's ready, ready to ready. fight. Like, like <laughs> if I had earrings, those would be next. Uh, no, it was a uh, yeah. That's a whole. That's a whole episode we could do. Oh, okay. They I'll just spent they spent all these seasons building up Daenerys as this great wholehearted person. And no, she has she absolutely had to go mad. That that was no, that was she didn't no, have she to. did. That's the whole fucking point of the Targaryens. I've got a whole you know, we can we can talk about this it. I'm not gonna waste everybody's time. Right there, dude. I'm That's, not gonna yeah, waste your time. Yes. I, I guess I gotta go back and watch this shit because I've never watched it. I just, okay, just don't get attached to any character. Any character no, that you get you attached to, don't them. because they fucking that's, die. That's the whole experience. Isn't that like, like life itself? Like yes, exactly. <laughs> But it's condensed into a fucking show, and you're like, God, I love that character so. What? No. I don't have time to read. Say, smiling octopus, you are. You think I'm better than I? I can't do. Yeah, you really think we're okay? Read. That's why we watch movies, honey. (laughs) Right. I would start. I would have to reread that first paragraph ten times just to make sure I thought I read it right. (laughs) I can't do it. And the horse fucked him. What? Read read that again. That that oh, might man. actually happen. So I mean, you would probably okay. Anyway, but yeah, I see uh, Roku is pumping that hard. Mm-hmm. They got their own little tab for it when you first like load up and shit. Sweetness. Well, I Anything was else? gonna watch it tonight, but I'm gonna be live streaming with my honey. I think we're gonna play some Evil mm-hmm. Dead tonight on her Twitch. Nice. Oh, yeah, nice. Yo, those updates are coming out too, man. Mm-hmm. It's not only me. We're getting we're getting a whole new evil class too. Yeah, I just read that. Oh shit! Who you are? Uh fuck! I can't even remember. I don't even uh, remember what demon it is, but I think it's like, it's not. It's like a possessor, but it's a little different, or something like that. It's a. I don't know. I think it makes sick. I'm working on getting a system because I want to play, and the Ghostbusters game is coming. And so many other games I got to get. Ghostbusters is October, baby. I know. That's why I'm try- I want to get a system by then. And scorn. And Scorn looks fantastic. If nobody knows what that is, it's a first-person shooter, and it's all like H.I. Geiger fucking like artwork style. I, Did that one game drop that uh, you fucking got me playing the demo where you had to like shoot in succession? That's, that's next month, and I am Ooh. fucking... That's because my buddy Pete Ward, who was in the chat, he got me into that. Oh, my God, dude. What the hell was that? Uh, shit. Bullets. Or no, Metal Hellsinger. That's what it was. That shit was fantastic. So, no, that's next month, dude. I'll see. Summertime is hard for gaming, man. I need it to be like cooler months when like it gets dark earlier and shit. Yeah. 
I know you said gaming, but it's like it sounded like you said for gay men. And that too. (laughs) That too. Summer is like gay men, like paradise. I don't know what uh, what it's like up where you guys are, but like, (laughs) oh yeah, man, it's definitely like yo, the heat's on. Oh, the heat is on, right? (laughs) The uh, the crop tops are out. I think I think eighties crop tops should come back. No, 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 thank you. No. No, thank you. 80s crop tops and super short fucking like PE shorts. Yes. No, no I'm going to it all the way. I'll do it. I, I, I'll have to tuck my guy in, but I can make it work. Bob, I'm just saying like we, you and I always do the killers <laughs> and stuff. Maybe you and I should dress up as the victims. Be, like, coming so, with like, the crop tops and the short shorts. Sexy ass counselors. Like, well, killers. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, we own this place, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess on the on the gay note, though, didn't uh, Shea Coulee, who's a drag queen from RuPaul, what I think just confirmed that they are going to be playing um, the new X-Men. Uh, Darnell, have y'all heard anything about this? There's officially a, like a drag queen X-Men that's going to be coming out. I think they announced it last year, but I think Shea Coulee, which was one of the drag queens that the artist based the uh, the new X-Men off of, just confirmed that they're going to be oh, joining the Marvel Universe. Style X-Men, right? No, it's going to be a, or, it's going to be in a show. I, I thought so. Darnell Wade. I haven't seen MCU. MCU hasn't confirmed anything X Men. Yeah, oh. Um, and the only thing X Men wise that's been confirmed from Disney has been X Men ninety seven, which is dropping. I mean, unless unless they're bringing um, unless they're bringing them into voice, maybe 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 that's possible it. for X Men ninety seven because I know they were redoing the voices for like Jubilee. They were bringing in an actual. Uh, they wanted to bring in an Asian voice actor for that. But then they took the old voice actor and gave her a new role. So it's possible. That's the only X-Men thing I think that's been on the border. Yeah, right? there hasn't unless, there hasn't been anything else with unless that. it's actually comic talk and they're making no. they're designing a new character in the comic wise. I'm looking cool. it up right now. I just um so I know that I mean I'm on like Entertainment Weekly right now. I don't think I've looked at this in forever. Oh yeah. But um yeah, there it's talking about the confirmation that Shea Coulee is going to be involved. Um Hmm. Disney Plus's upcoming Ironheart TV show. Oh. Uh, based well, on the comic book character of Ironheart follows. Yeah. So maybe I'll find out more about it. I'll do my research before I talk next time. But I was super excited that I had some drag queen news to share with you. <laughs> I am excited for Ironheart, by the way, because I, with DBZ, got to see the new Wakanda Forever commercial or trailer. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that shit was like, I, I had a tear from that trailer. I was like, dude, those damn it, you fucking so did it to me. Like, stop it. So fucking emotional. Right? It's like, I'm all excited, but it's because you, now you're making me cry for Chadwick Boseman. Like, exactly. Damn and it, that's dude. what it is. Uh, because of Chadwick Boseman, we know he's not here anymore. It is, and it's like, it is. Fuck. I can't wait. For, like, for that, that I'm excited for. That looks, mm-hmm. yeah, that looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, my last nerdy thing I'm going to say is go out and fucking see DBZ because right now it's the top film for the weekend. Yep. Keep, help keeping it go. Fuck yeah! Listen, Kaylee, when the new Avatar drops, I'm gonna be promoting the shit out of that too. But it hasn't. I mean, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I love that for you. Yeah. (laughs) I can feel the detest. It's like "Mm, no. (laughs) Wait, wait. How does Anthony feel about DBZ? Oh, loves, love, 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 love. Did he see the new movie yet? No. Are you gonna go with him? Are you gonna make him go? No. I'm gonna send him with the 13 year old. Like he likes, he likes that stuff too. 
Or Anthony you could goes, send him with the scuba. I was going to say I'll scuba. Gladly, goes, I'll gladly go fucking watch that shit again. Why don't you take both of them, bring your woman over here, <laughs> she and I will play with the monstrous four-year-old, she... and you guys can go to the movies. Do it. Come over. <laughs> Wait, does Mel like DBZ? She loves DBZ. She took her boys to watch it. Yeah, but she can hang out with me. She can bring her boys over here. I don't know. She might want to watch. watch she, she might want to watch DBZ. I don't know. She says she's down with that too, though. So, <laughs> yeah, my boy, who I went to, we went to go see DBZ with. He went literally the next fucking day. He's like, "Yeah, I just got out and saw it again." And I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" I'm like, "I'm jealous, dude." <laughs> I wish I had something I was that into that I would go like do that with. I just well, don't have anything that's in that I, realm of I was obsession just, at the moment. I was just bummed watching it because my son and I have gone to watch these movies since they've been coming out in theaters we were both mm-hmm. huge dbz fans and this was the first one i did not get to watch with him because oh. he was working oh but he watched it the same day i did and when he got out of work because he works at the movie theater he went straight to go watch the movie and Hell he yeah. watched it he watched the english dub and then he watched the sub and he Ooh. said the english dub was way better than the sub he said the voice really yeah he said the voices in the in the sub just didn't match that power that the English that the English dub had. So my wife accidentally almost bought tickets for the subtitled one, and then she like instantly hit the brake check because she hates Japanese Vegeta voice because she's like, no, no, I fucking can't stand it. So yeah, I mean, is that kind of like how Predator? Everybody was saying to watch it. What, it, it was it the Comanche? Version? I still need to watch that. Yeah, I, still mm-hmm. I need to watch, watch it too. Well, like you guys will see this a million times. Probably new Halloween. Bob, I can't hear a word yeah, you were saying, dude. Yeah. It was just popcorn. It's bud. dubbed. It's popcorn. That's why. Can you hear me? There's a delay. There's a delay, and then you sound like you're talking really fast. Just like a... But it's popping. Right. You know what? We're just going to wrap this shit up. It's two hours anyways. I think we're good enough. So... <laughs> you want me to do your outro for you, Bobby? Yeah. Yeah, I can't. This is fine. Okay, but say thick thick while you're doing this voice, though. Thick. Yeah! (laughs) It came through on that one. I love how the thick came through fucking clear as hell. Oh, I'm ugly laughing. That came through thick as fuck. All right, everybody, the clamps. Kaylee, you want to start us off on the sign up? (laughs) No. She's like, no, fuck off. All right, I'll sign off for thick to say. Scoops, you want to start us off? We'll go clockwise. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, I'm your host with the ghost, the prince of the paranormal, the duke of the dead, Lord Scoopacabra, saying, peace, baby. I love you. Bob, you can try it if you want. This is your killing machine. And Bob, I can't fucking talk, God damn it. All right. This is your killing machine, Bobby Munson, saying, we'll fick you next week. I'll it translate. He said, through, I'll fix that way. He'll fick you next week. <laughs> yeah, he translated. <laughs> uh, I was going to translate. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Kaylee Diaz of the 50 States of Terror podcast. You can find us on all the socials at 50 States of Terror, except Twitter, which is 50 States Terror because there was a character limit. Um, I always enjoy chatting with you guys. I'm happy to pop in whenever you need us. And uh, yeah, I look forward to that being soon. Hell yeah. Well, thank you for joining us once Mm -hmm. again. Catch out 50 States of uh, 50 States of Terror on all your wherever you can find podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I am your fluff master supreme, Big John D saying adios, gorehounds. And remember, stay fresh, cheese bags. Penis. <laughs>